This is necessarily arbitrary, but I tried to think of the movie from 1993 that I most wouldn't want to see again. The one where I'd say, I'll go to the dentist instead. That has to be Burt Reynolds' latest, Cop and a Half. Yet another cop buddy picture from Burt, this time with him opposite a kid, Norman D. Golden. Cop and a Half is not any kind of a masterpiece, but on the other hand, it's not dumb and it's not boring either. And a lot of the credit for that goes to little Norman D. Golden II, who is a natural actor, very bright and very funny. But credit must also be paid to big Burt Reynolds, who takes what might have looked like a thankless role and plays it just right here, finding the balance between toughness and humor. This movie has the kind of chemistry between the grown-up world and a smart kid that I look for and missed in Home Alone 2. It's amusing, it moves, and somewhat to my surprise, I liked it. Wow, wee, where's your big red suit and beard, Santa? You just gave them a gift. I you didn't like this movie? No, you I didn't, didn't like little Norman no, Golden? No, I didn't think you he was You didn't a like Norman Golden? No, I didn't think he was a particularly charismatic actor or a very good actor, and I think yeah. Burt Reynolds is even worse. And I, and I think that I was really surprised because I didn't feel that there was any chemistry between the two. Hmm. I thought Reynolds was sort of hard. The kid was uh, sort of looking. You could see him sometimes looking for his lines. And, uh, gee, I, didn't, I thought it was uh, dumb, not well, credible whatsoever. Reynolds plays the cop like a real cop instead of playing him like some kind of a, oh, I uh, think it's a, cartoon. a marshmallow. I think it's it a is a cartoon, Gene. Yeah, it is a, a cartoon. A, lame a good cartoon. Oh, no. I'm stunned, Roger. Okay. Welcome everybody in. That's all. I've Into heard. what? Yeah, I figured yeah, good. you were. You came in hot, and I figured you were gonna like fucking sputz out real fucking quick in there. Gonna be way a ton too of quick of a start. It's gonna be a ton out. of that tonight. This is get ready. This is a midweek record here. Uh, mm -hmm. We're working men. We're not. It's, this isn't like a normal no. like a uh, morning drive show where this is our schedule. No, we gotta take time. Out of our normal guy schedule to right. do this? Who's got the energy? Not a, not a normal What do we keep doing being. this for? I don't have the energy to do this. Oh, What's the point of all this? Pride, glory. We did it all for love. We can still hang out once a week. Yeah. Do something else. That's true. Probably something to be less nerve-wracking than this. Yeah. yeah. What, what are you into? Uh, nothing, really. That's, that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. That's what I keep thinking. Yeah. You just be at the dive bar again. again. <sighs> yeah. 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 It was already there. You had to pull me out of that place That's to come do true. this. Man. I had Nexties on the Godzilla pinball machine, too, man. Oh, like, they got a Godzilla pinball now? Yeah, you see what the fucking Gooch was hitting with her hip in there? No. Knocking that thing off its axis? No. Yeah. Fucking Godzilla's roar happens if you hit the right thing. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. I had to get back out there. Maybe, maybe we'll do a kaiju month at least on this yeah. podcast here a little bit. What? That could be a little what? Bit more fun. That's a, a who? He's the big Japanese monsters. Oh yeah, I know all of them. Like Mecha Gamera, Godzilla's. friend of children, Jet Jaguar. The the fucking uh, Matra. Matra. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Attack of the fifty foot woman. Oh, all of them. She was the sexiest shit. Asian with there her blonde hair. There was a nice like a uh, fifties and sixties subgenre of like gigantic women exploitation movies. Mm -hmm. They usually had like posters where somebody was being picked up, but like cradled next to the gigantic boobs that Bosom. were like as big as a man. It's, yeah. 
What a what a like, life. I feel like there's there's a bit of a giant woman fetish out there that people had tapped into in the 50s and 60s. I'm surprised yeah. there isn't like a I guess everything's been taken over by weird yeah. pseudo incest porn, but I'm uh-huh. surprised there isn't more like giant women porn out there. There is. You just got to google the right words. Yeah. There's size different stuff. Mm. The Amazon position. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Sounds like you know a lot more about it than I do. Oh, you got to look up everything. Well, I know there's like uh, big women, but like I'm, I'm talking like giant women, like like sci-fi. Like you got to climb this woman. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm, I haven't stumbled across that, but uh, it's got to be there. I mean, I'm mostly it's just like, hey, you want to watch women weight lift in uh, their underwear? Yeah. Ten ninety nine on OnlyFans. Just watch once that. a month. Right? Who's, who's got the disposable income for that? Oh. I could just go to the gym and watch chubby women on the elliptical right here in northwestern Indiana. You're going to get all for free, the basically. same sweats. Basically for free. All the same sweats. And, and way more interesting sweat. tattoos. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And you get... I should um, get a gym membership. Basically just for the tattoo looking, I think, would be worth the money I would spend every month on that. Yeah, and you can kind of just like, I love, you can kind of put people's stories together that way, like, well, the tattoo looks older than the stretch mark, so oh, this wow. happened yeah. around it's that. Like looking at a tree's ring, yeah, there, you know, you there was a fire yeah. here uh, 40 years ago, you can see. Yeah. There's yeah. a C-section scar here eight years ago, you can oh, see when you yeah. look at her rings, oh, you cut yeah. this bitch wide open. Yeah, and... You, there's nothing to read on it, guys. You know they're all there just because they like baiting in the showers. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a whole underground thing there where it's just like, oh, yeah, he's got a bunch of tribal tattoos and he jerks off in the showers. He's always leaving his curtain open. SOP, man. Trying to get people to look. All the time. It's fucked up. Do you get like the old guys with their balls hanging in uh, local gyms like you do in like a steam room situation type thing at a hotel? Uh, yeah, I don't know if they even like Come out well, yeah, I suppose so. Because they're it's like going, an they old walk person the track, looks like right? they're in any shape around here. Yeah, mall walkers is that, is that as in shape as people get around yeah. here? The mall walkers, everybody goes to that Y by us, they got the big Y. I've never been in there, but it looks like a, a beautiful fucking building for a YMCA. Yeah, who's paying for all that? Where does all that money come you from? You are, it's quite a complex. Taxpayers, taxpayers, take it in the rear. Yeah, I don't like you know that. the Bullworth rap. I don't like that. I like uh, my money funding tanks and bombs. So Hell yeah. Free the indigenous people of the Ukraine. Tanks and bombs, mother sucker. Because it's baby oil and blow your ass off the map, Ukraine. Goodbye oh, forever. No, no, that's that's not the side we're on. We're at, we're, we're going to be on the other side. I think is the headlines I was reading. Dude, Putin hacked this this podcast like months ago. Oh, you better get in line here. Are you a bot? Yeah, <laughs> that explains a lot. Actually, for so long now, that explains so much. Yeah, checked out of this rat race years ago. Been pal. In here arguing with nobody. I got that. Uh, Google. 12-year-old Yuri. Upgrade. 14,000 miles away. My eyeballs are Google Glass. Are we all wearing it? I, I don't know. I'm drinking some Jameson out of a Google Glass right now. Oh, that's nice. It's the closest I'll ever get. Either way, before we're completely run off the air or speaking whatever it is they well, That's speak a good thing about there. podcasts. They're yeah? not broadcast, so nobody can run you off the air. Oh, well, we all got I, nothing to worry all about. All I can do is just ignore you. 
Business as usual. Business as usual. Uh, I am one half of your host. I am Matt O. With mm-hmm. me, as always, he is the Stalin to my Lenin. Mm-hmm. He is Air Comrade Nate Adams. Ahoy, ahoy. I think uh, you were thinking it's 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 McCartney to your Lenin. I don't just Stalin. I don't know what band that guy was in. Which one was in Wings? Never heard of him. That was his wife. Uh, not the bitch with one leg. Get a load of that freak. Did, who, who's, whose wife had one leg? Did, did she get her leg cut off? No, you're thinking of the German from diabetes? Def Leppard. He had, he had uh, just one chicken wing, right? One, one of those tiny little T-Rex arms? Yeah, he, he was born with that deformity? No, no, he got in that bad car accident. Oh. With Leif oh, Garrett. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Linda Drago. That was, was the was blonde lady from... Uh, Linda Drago? Yeah. Didn't she kill uh, Apollo Creed? Well, now we're getting into some Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain conspiracy theories, yeah. which I sign on for 100%. Absolutely. I believe in all that shit. Mm. Did we say ahoy hoy? Did, did, I don't know. Ahoy, hoy? I have no idea. Ahoy hoy. Hey, there's yeah, our guy. Podcast, uh, baby Love and Blow. It's an action movie podcast, as you were yeah. saying a minute right. ago. It's, uh, yeah. This month has been a Burt Reynolds podcast a little bit. Right. I think we're... We're rolling. We've hit kind of a little bit of a stride talking about old Burt. Maybe this could just keep going. Just only Burt Reynolds movies, an entire career retrospective. From I, was this thinking, point forward. I was thinking we Change just got plans. We got to gear up for a month of uh, Russians movies. Oh, that's uh, that's probably something we can put together in the dockets. There was a lot yeah. of Cold War stuff coming out. What did we already do? We did uh, in the 90s. Yeah, what's your McCall at the, uh, the Wolverines one? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Red Dawn is what that one was called, for sure. Red Scorpion, that was a Russian movie with Dolph Lundgren, right? We didn't cover that one. We got Red Scorpion. We got, uh, what's the one with Schwarzenegger? And uh, Oh, we can finally talk a little fucking uh, the the real. Heat? Yeah. Red Heat is another one. Maybe just all movies that have the word red in the title. We need to get fucking out. It's got to be a whole month of those. Red Sonia, is that somehow related to the Ruskies? Yeah, that was uh, fucking, that's Putin's wife. Hey, speaking of uh, more current, current events. Is Putin married? Putin? Is he a single man? I've never heard about Putin's uh, home life. I've seen a lot of pictures of him like shirtless on horses. I could be living the dream. I could see him like weirdly, coldly having like a like a teenage niece nearby where like, oh, it's like very, Hitler like, did. Cold and abusive. Yeah. And like he doesn't really. Touch her or show any affection in his uh, personal quarters, like uh, Hitler's little weird niece. Is that what happened? That's that's fully what happened. Yeah, oh, he had a niece, huh? He had a little niece that he just kept under lock and key. You know what I know up about in the towers. You know what I know about history, Nate? Uh, what volumes? Not very oh. much. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah, it's a good thing this is not really a history podcast, and it is an action movie podcast. Yeah, it's been Happy Birthday Month. We've been talking about Burt Reynolds movies. All month long, we started off with a young, mustacheless Bert. We went on we to a prime Bert. Then we went prime on Bert. to uh, trying to figure out what he was going to do as an aging Bert. Oh, what's next for Bert? And what's next for Bert? And now we're, uh, we're naturally going to add an... At the end of his rope, Bert is what we're yeah. going to be talking about this month. Let's yeah. uh, just get into the rundown of the movie. Let's do we're, it. Uh, Gonna be talking about this. This week, I think the rundown is going to be brought to us uh, uh, by Webster... The and, show, uh, yeah, and also different strokes. Who oh, just paved the way. Both of those. They paved the way for uh, media where sassy little black children hung out with like uh, curmudgeonly old white guys. Uh-huh. It was, yeah. Became something that was beloved. Just a 
something we all accessible for a while there. Yeah, like a good fifteen years. That was just something we were all into. Yeah. Uh, also, I got paid for the plug of uh, mm-hmm. the new Taco Bell nacho cheese Dorito Ooh. Gordita cheesy crunch I have not wrap. Seen the commercials for this, but that sounds delicious. It's just on their menu. A little out of the. Box for the things Taco Bell usually does, kind of, but I'm yeah. willing to give it a try. It's uh, they got it, they got like a spicy ranch on there. I did oh, wow. without that. Oh, I don't wow. like sauces. No, yeah, yeah. fucking spicy. That sounds yeah. too spicy no, for me. So I just fucking... yeah, you got the nice Doritos Loco taco shell with the uh, you know with a taco and then the, the cheese and the mm-hmm. pita thing yeah, around. Oh, wow. oh, you're gonna love it. Put put a little extra sour cream yeah. on there. I want to make sure it's not spicy. Bomb. That's what I always tell them. The movie for this week is 1993's Cop and a Half. Oh, boy. That's right. Yeah. If you didn't miss here, we are going to spend, like, probably more than an hour right now yeah. talking about Cop and a Half. In my head, I'm all what like, this planned. won't take yeah, long. It's fucking, we planned it, and now we're, we actually have to go through with it, as it turns out. Yeah. This is a film, uh, thankfully, with a runtime of 93 minutes. Yeah. It's right in that window. We like. <laughs> Nothing to complain about there. Yeah. Budget right here. This was a modest. I was curious. Four million dollar budget. Wow. Is all they spent putting this little thing together. Wow. Nobody probably maybe like how much of that went to Bert? Do you think? There's really no other name <sighs> actors in this. They flip a couple cars. Like what are they, what are they pay, spending money on? Not bad. Was it American or Canadian? Oh, that's a good question. Could have been a Vancouver production. Yeah. Go go ahead. I won't. You know, gross of this we'll film, uh, $40.7 million made 10 times the budget right there. That's Sounds like a people don't talk about it, but film. Cop and a Half, a big fucking success for yeah. the studio right there. Yeah. Well, why it took so long to get a sequel with Lou, Lou Diamond Phillips instead of Burt Reynolds? It's beyond it's, me. Yeah, it's fucking beyond me for sure. You telling me you couldn't have found another little uh, black kid for Burt Reynolds to pal around with? Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes uh, has this one at 17%, as it turns out. Uh, wasn't really well-liked by critics, except notably Roger Ebert at the time gave yeah. it a very favorable review. And if we know Thumbs up, his man. opinion of things like uh, the Spy Kids and how much he loves the Spy Kids and how he thinks that more movies should have the Spy Kids yeah. in them, it does seem like this one would be right in his wheelhouse. Hell yeah. Sense. Uh, a cinema score here... Uh-huh. Uh, B plus audiences give this nice. one a B plus. This yeah. it's for the people, right? It's for here. the people. Make one for the people. Yeah. That's what Bert was thinking. Yeah. No, he was just thinking he needed the paycheck. Wu Tang and Cop and a Half uh-huh. are for the They're children. For the Director of this film, Matt. Uh huh. Maybe a guy you've you've heard of. Could, hey. could be a guy you've heard of. That. Henry Winkler fucking sat in the director's chair. For yeah, this one. baby. This guy uh, also directed. He's the man. Episodes of Joni Loves Chachi. Yes. Dave's World. Oh, you familiar with Dave's World? The hit show. I figured you'd Dave's be familiar World? with Dave's World with uh, Judge Harry right, from Judge Night Harry. Court. Yeah, that's right. What's he? Your boy still got what's it. What's he doing in that one? Psychiatrist. Hmm. Well, that sounds. That Maybe? sounds good. Uh, Clueless, the TV Who's series. Oh, another wow. thing he did some uh, fucking episodes. That's big. Of. And then you know, it's not like he's just like, oh, I'm gonna fucking cash out after I did that. Those no. big Clueless steps. I'm gonna also just like uh, keep working because I'm a working man. Do a few episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So, some people say, oh, I know him more for acting. He was in fucking Happy Days or whatever, playing yeah. Richie Cunningham. I don't know. But I think of him as a director, personally. Henry Winkler, the director. He also, the reason I asked if uh, it was produced in Canada mm-hmm. is 
at the time, right around 93, he was doing, I think, That's So Weird, which is one of those... That's So Raven is, I, is what you're thinking of. It was on the Disney Channel, oh, or oh. So Weird. I, okay. It was one of those, like... Now we're talking. Weird Canadian something's kind of, like, eerie Indiana kind of shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Winkler was, like, the producer of it and took that shit to Canada and made it... Made it on the cheap. cheap and shipped yeah. it back. You gotta do it. Who cares if all the kids say a boot? People won't notice. Uh. Show's adorable. Stars of this film, Matt. Number one, Burt Reynolds is the star of this movie. Just like all the movies we've been talking about. You know it's a fucking pattern forming? Yeah. By now? Come Figure on. Figure it out, dipshit. People are slow on the uptake. Jesus Christ. Good God. He's playing the character Nick McKenna, who's a cop. He's a cop. Uh, you know Burt Reynolds from uh, playing the character John Chill McKay in the 2003 TV Western movie Hard Ground. Oh, sure man. Hard Ground. That's, uh, that's This good. isn't the only cop movie he made. Good he ground. was also Detective Logan McQueen in the 1998 TV cop movie Hard Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good pattern there. time. Yeah. Uh, also, he played homeless Little League coach Jack Robinson in the 1993 TV movie The Man from Left Field, which I have That's not right. seen, but sounds like it could be a delight. Yeah. A little Bad News Bears ripoff. That sounds yeah. sounds like a good time, quite frankly. The movie sounds way out in left yeah. field. Also, he's in movies here and there. He's fucking Sheriff Ed Earl Dodd in the best little whorehouse in Texas with uh, everybody's favorite lady, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton's really become a meme in like the last year. She's like the new Keanu Reeves, I feel like. Where suddenly everybody's just like, I'm the biggest Dolly Parton fan in the fucking world. Always have been. Always fucking have been. Name two songs besides uh, their cover of Landslide. Yeah. Can't do it, can you? You know? Norman D. Golden II. If there's Mm. a reason we're here today, it's probably Burt Reynolds. There's a second reason we're here talking about this film. The second. Norman D. Golden II is playing Devin Butler, a kid. Mm-hmm. He's just a kid, man. He's just a kid. Uh, you remember him from playing young Gus in Gone Fishing, I'm sure. Big follow-up to this. Yeah, big follow-up. Remember? Half and a half. Remember when Danny Glover and Joe Pesci <laughs> spent that whole movie dreaming about having that boat? So they could gone fishing? You know, it actually kind of uh, hit me when I was writing that down that I have never seen Gone Fishing. And I was like, I bet that's a delight. Okay, Why haven't you seen Gone Fishing, Okay, here comes the detour. Man? Why have you not seen Gone Fishing? So, what, uh, did, did you get your ear on Gone Fishing? I'm trying to do the math. Oh, no, I did not have the year on that. But this is 93. I had to be maybe like 95, 94, like 95. Yeah. I was probably about 14 or 15 because my boy oh, Kevin Welsh had days. his driver's license and Golden he had years. the old Bronco. And uh, oh, you're thinking of OJ. We were super fucking pumped for Gone, Gone Fishing. Fishing. Yeah, went to it. Doesn't make opening much sense night. Go on. And uh, oh, you guys were able to get a ticket. What yeah, buy like real, buy real early. Yeah, it was pretty packed. <laughs> I'm sure. And Turned out it wasn't a very good movie. Oh, right? no. Yeah, well, there's we a were, twist to this story. We were surprised. The story had a big twist to it. It was. Oh. Also, he's the writer, producer, slash star of the 2020 series Hollywood Kid, where he plays himself, a former childhood actor trying to become a writer. When's this from? I don't know if there's. It's from 2020. I don't know what platform you can watch it on, but uh, apparently it's out there. IMDb knows about it. I'd have to dig that one up. I'm going to have to. 
see how he's Somebody doing. else you'd get, they would have to dig up to talk to right oh. now, I would imagine. Oh. Ruby D is in this movie oh. <laughs> playing Rachel. You had options. The kid's grandma. Where we were going. The okay. kid's grandma. Uh, she played the character, quote unquote, female in uh, the Paul Schrader version of Cat People, which I think is a sort of an underrated little weird movie. Uh-huh. Uh, another underrated movie. She was the character Margot in Baby Geniuses. Oh, that's about those uh, babies. Who are geniuses. You're familiar, yeah. I see. Also, she played the character Manny Watkins in Season 6, Episode 5 of The Golden Girls. Wham, bam, thank you, Mammy. Remember when that white-ass show had a character named Mammy? Well, funny enough, uh, Southern Belle Blanche uh-huh. uh, in this episode, her former nanny reveals a shocking fact about Big Daddy. Also, Big Dad. She was in a bunch of high-minded race dramas early in her career. This woman, and also oh, okay. a, a huge uh, figure in the Civil Rights Act. So, well, she did some other things too, but eh. mostly Golden Girls and Baby Geniuses. I think. I guess if she's cool with it, yeah, that's fine. Ray Sharkey is in this film, Matt. Speaking of more dead people, Vinny Fountain, a crime boss. Yeah, he's, he's into crime. This Vinny Fountaine. Right you uh, remember this guy is uh, playing the character Legs in the mm. Sylvester Stallone wrestling movie Paradise Alley. The best, I'm sure. One of your yeah. wife's favorites, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Oh yeah. Also, he was the character Terrence Mitchell in the Lorenzo Lamas breakdancing movie Body Rock. I've seen maybe a hundred times. Yep. Uh, also, he played the character Bobby Profile in Miami Vice Season 2, Episode 7, Tale of the Goat. Oh. In this one, Crockett and Tubbs escort a coffin containing a criminal to his final Miami resting place until it's learned that he has risen from the dead and he has a similar zombie fate scheduled for Tubbs. Jeez. He's going to turn Tubbs into a zombie. Christ. I don't remember the episode of Miami Vice where there was zombies. Me neither. I'll have to ask right. my old man. He never missed. Frank Sivero is in this movie playing Chu, who's a goon. Uh, this I'm going to tell was... you right now, I thought they were saying Jew for half of the movie, and oh. I was like, Chu. Henry, Henry Winkler, that feels... Is he, uh... is he playing an Asian character, Chu, here? Maybe. See, I was confused Could with him that. Like, was he? Uh, this was Janko in The Godfather 2. He was Frankie Carboni in The Fucking Goodfellas. This guy mm. is an Italian goon in every yeah. other movie. Uh, fucking Asian goon in this movie for some reason. Yep. He was Andy in The Wedding Singer with The Sandman. Uh-huh. So that's probably the peak of his career, I would assume. Gotta be. Unless you count uh, the time he played the character Fingers in season six, episode 12 of Mr. Belvedere, The Professor, where Kevin, Kevin? falls in love with his substitute <laughs> professor. Wesley. Wait, Wesley falls in love with a dude? No, Kevin falls in love with his substitute professor, who probably would be a chick. And then probably this guy comes in his fingers like a goon. I don't know. Okay. He's like maybe like fucking the professor or something. And Kevin yeah. gets himself whacked. I don't know. Kevin, he was cool. Wesley. Kevin was so cool. Wesley, Wesley was a troublemaker, Wesley quite frankly. A, he was just a troublemaker. Yeah, just a misled youth, really. Uh, Tom McCleaster is in this movie as Rudy, another one of the goons. Mm-hmm. You remember him from playing the character Butch in season eight, episodes 25 and 27 Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. Home Improvement, The Long and Winding Road, part one and three. Record scratch. Uh, Happy birthday to Jill Taylor. Today's her 71st birthday, I think. Wow. That bitch is fucking old. (laughs) 
Yeah. She, I would have brought out the electric guitar if I knew right? that thing. Yeah, it's her birthday, Todd. Uh, get a load of this, what was happening. I wanted to tell you anyway. Right Jesus. here. Of course, this, we're going to talk about home This works out. And this one, uh, more changes are in store for Tool Time, uh-huh. a.k.a. an all-talk episode. Uh-oh. It turns into a stage talk slash brawl show, and Tim quits. Yeah. Jill gets a job offer in Bloomington, Indiana, mm-hmm. and the Taylors decide to move. Then two episodes later, Tim and Al do their final Tool Time show. Many of the past Tool Time guests appear. Uh-huh. For closure, Heidi is pregnant. Wilson's fence comes down. Yeah. Al and Trudy get married in Tim and Jill's backyard. Yeah. And Tim and Jill have second thoughts about moving. Yeah, that's the series Series finale. fucking finale, man. Yeah. This guy was in it. That's, that's, that's big huge. for anybody. Yeah. Fucking huge. Man. Uh, Matt. Why'd Wilson have to die in real yeah, life? I didn't like see, seeing him go, but I happen to know that there's a little Wilson uh, on the way. That's huh. how this whole human comedy just keeps perpetuating itself on down through the ages. Is that some kind of Western thing? Far from it, Matt. Huh. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> Big beefy bald I guy. Mean, I mean... Nils Allen Stewart is in this movie as Bobo, uh, an oiled-up goon. Yeah. We saw him as a mercenary in Under Siege 2, Matt. What? We saw him as Jack in Barbed Wire. Don't lie to me. He is now a triple crown winner. That's huge. Also is huge that he played the character Mondo in Season 1, Episode 6 of the Fox one-hour drama Mantis. Gloves off, in which Mantis uncovers an organization which runs underground to the death blood sport matches. You remember how and then beats hard... them up with his or- bioorganic Mantis armor? I'm sure. Just remember how hard up everyone was for s- just a comic so book cool. something. There's something that's superhero like, on TV. Uh, this, this is, is so great. Ever. I'll never get tired of live-action superhero yeah. stuff. I could watch it forever. I'm never going to not watch Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> Did it make it past the season? No, I think it was There's a no. one-and-done, maybe even a half-season on there. I feel like canceled. that's right. Because it was in that like Friday night yeah. death slot that everything got canceled in until like, the X-Files it was like, subverted yeah. all expectations, became a hit there. Yeah. And then after the X Files, uh, oh, Firefly, Firefly was the return poor, poor of this uh, way of thinking. Should have called that Mantis too. <laughs> Spot on. A couple little people I want to give some mention to before we uh, move past this. Uh, my boy Aussie Davis is in this film very briefly. What? When? Detective in the squad room. What? His face is just in the background. I didn't even notice. You know this guy, of course, from being the narrator of Burt Reynolds' small town football sitcom Evening Shade. Oh, yeah. Burt Reynolds' fucking connection there. Of course, I love him for being Marshall, the limo driver in Joe vs. the Volcano. Yes, you do. Being Black JFK in Bubba Hotep. Oh, so good. Your mom loves him for playing Chuck and Grumpy Old Men, I'm sure. Everybody does. Also, he was Terrence Minerly in Season 9, Episode 7 of JAG, Close Quarters, where Sturgis helps a U.S. submarine with 10 survivors of the sinking of a North Korean midget submarine. Whoa. And Harm helps an underprivileged World War II-era Navy veteran with a legal problem. Also, Harm stays in touch with Maddie during that episode. Oh, nice. Also, he is another iconic civil rights activist and the husband of Ruby D, who plays the grandma in this movie. So there's oh. other sorts of 
Harlem Renaissance uh, connections he, there and whatnot. He plays Big Daddy in that episode right, of Golden yeah. Girls. Matt, one more person I want to mention who is uh, exemplary in this film right here. Yeah, who that is? Andrew Reynolds. Uh, The skateboarder? He's the professional skateboarder nephew of Burt Reynolds. Is it? No way! He was in this movie as Kid Who Gets His Skateboard Taken Away by Devin. That's really? That's really really a thing. I've got one of his boards hanging in my house. From being a famous relative of Burt Reynolds and probably from selling you weed sometime if you've ever been around LA. I had. And for Matt having his skateboard. You've seen it. It's that Baker David Bowie one, the Aladdin Zane one. That's right. That's a. Burt Reynolds' nephew skateboard you got hanging in your house right there. Man, I'm even more proud of that fucker now. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, usually I go into the tagline and stuff right here, but I didn't fucking uh, write any of that down, so uh, let me let me just get to where I pull that information from generally, and then we'll... Uh, the what? The, what the movie's movie. about? Yeah, all that stuff. Oh, I, I can gotta, do that. Gotta, gotta, what, do we, what do you want? Out. Tagline? What are, you, what are you looking for? A story uh, on there. <clears throat> a story? What it's right about? Cop and a half right here. Tagline. One kid's fantasy, one cop's nightmare. Oh, no. Plot of this film, the plot synopsis right here, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, when a pint-sized eight-year-old kid witnesses a murder, he offers to help the police if they make him a cop, too. Saddled with this streetwise sidekick. What's that mean? He's a homeless kid? That's not mm-hmm. A hard-boiled cop is forced to take his new partner seriously as they race the clock to bring the bad guys to justice. That's fucking cop and a half right there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, after, after that deep farting noise, uh-huh. well, we're going to get into our next uh, segment of the podcast that we call Bullet Points. <laughs> Matt, this is when we dig into our notes that we take while watching films like Cop and a Half and sitting there writing fucking uh, notes because our lives are jokes. Hmm? And then we talk about mm-hmm. the notes that we took. What was your first note that you wrote while watching Cop and a Half? Nate? Did, did the wife watch them with, the, with you? I know it was a favorite. She did. I know, she, she did. figured she was probably, uh, this is one she actually probably paid attention to, I would imagine. There's a lot of like me being like, I love you, honey, but... I have to write these notes. Yeah, you gotta. You know, you gotta settle down. I'm trying yeah. to take this seriously. Yeah, this is a serious film by Mr. Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, this my first note. My first bullet yeah. point is a term called the early '90s. Oh, we're early '90s is fucking here right now during yeah. this opening scene, and it's pretty apparent, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote off, oh, God, we're starting off with binoculars spying on little kids at a playground. Yeah. This is bound to get uncomfortable. I don't like where this is going. Nice. Oh, the, the young kid got it was, binoculars. Yeah, it was our character, the young kid. He's looking Devin. for snipers. So, uh, Special Forces yeah, tattoos. You know? yeah, he's, he's a young Martin Riggs. It, it was not an adult spying on the playground. Thank God. My, my heart fluttered. But then, uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Oh. Yeah. Also, just some delightful, like, kindergarten yeah. cop-esque, like, a score going on here that really makes this seem Alan like it was going to be... Fucking Alan fucking Silvestri, man. Yeah, I looked it up, too. Like, uh, some legitimately, like, good fucking music yeah. that sounds like it's going to be in, like, a much better high-end, like, children's movie that's, like, famous right. all throughout this fucking thing. Sonically, it sounds very good as far as the... Uh, Impressive, dude. ...the music goes, for that's, sure. There's yeah. where some of that 10 mil went. Mm-hmm. So, you uh, figure... Burt's four, Alan Silvestri, and then the team to perfectly 
manicure, that quaff oh, that yeah. Bert's got, you know? People doing up his fade yeah. all the time. We'll talk about his it. His hair grows so fast. It's yeah, a problem. You, you gotta understand. have people cutting it all the time. I really fucking uh, could relate to this because our, our main character, Devin, and yeah. his little friend, Ray. Ray Ray? Yeah, Sanchez. They're, they're playing cops. They're playing right. buddy cops out on the playground yeah. with walkie-talkies. This is the sort of shit me and my friends would be doing all oh, the yeah. fucking time oh, back yeah. in the 1980s when I was in fucking elementary school at the height of the fucking buddy cop movie oh, yeah. craze right there. Exactly the sort of shit we'd be doing. Except he's getting bullied for it, like he's a little punk, yeah. which is kind of weird. I was Dang, like, Marie, this is police business. I could have wasted you. It's true. He says he, he says a lot of cool shit in this he movie. Sure we should get out of the way. He's such a tiny boy, but he gets a lot of cool yeah. things to say. I wrote uh, also his his windbreaker that he's wearing. Right, his early nineties is fucking totally back in style now. Like totally, you yeah. put put that windbreaker on and go walk around in Logan Square. Like fucking, oh yeah, you wouldn't miss a beat. People would people would think you were just one of the dorks who lives in that uh, neighborhood. Speaking of running around playing toy guns, I will let mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. that the squirt gun that he has, okay, in the movie here, yeah, that's right, totally had that as well. Oh wow, what was the make and model of that thing? Oh, it was a knock off of a Beretta. Mm. Oh, well. Oh. And, uh, Big time ship. But uh, it was battery operated. You could see the little uh, battery right, clip like, yeah, under the bottom of the barrel. Thing, right, just, yeah. Just squeeze that trigger. You're familiar. <laughs> they sold it in that color, and then they also sold it uh, yellow, but with blue handles, a black magazine, and a black mm. battery compartment under the barrel, mm. which looked way cooler than yeah. that purple number. But you got to get those uh, those squirt guns back after they stopped making guns look like uh, real guns because kids were getting shot by police. It's funny. We, we don't care about kids getting shot by police anymore. No. They don't even need to have squirt guns anymore. Yeah. You got to spray paint those things black is what we you got to do after yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Right. Fucking spray paint those things so they yeah. look we cool did. and authentic as fuck. Get the, the old just black Krylon. Uh, I like how he keeps saying damn civilians all the time. Like yeah. He's playing the fucking cop. This guy, he's not just playing a cop like a, a, a Martin Riggs type. He's playing like the gritty uh, yeah. scene at all cop oh, yeah. really is this character right here. He's chasing his friend Ray Ray. He thinks he's going to blast him, but he ends up shooting a teacher in the crotch, making it look like he pee-peed himself. Mm-hmm. That's funny right there. Um, so right right away, you're like, I'm in for a good time. There's yeah. just a lot of good, clean humor going on in this movie. Absolutely. Unfortunately, uh, there's, there's bullies a lot at school, oh, man. Oh, no. There's, there's a lot of bullying going on, especially back in the 90s. I think all the bullying is like uh, just giving girls eating disorders over social media now. They're not actually like mm. breaking each other's ribs and shit like uh, in, in bathrooms in between passing periods anymore. Yeah, I don't understand it. No, it's weird. It's a different era, and it's it's a worse era, quite frankly. Yeah. But uh, his dude's cop game goes into the bathroom where he basically comes across Bulk and Skull from the Power Rangers. Pretty much. And they're like, hey, you little fucking dork. What are you, pretending like you're a cop again? We've got an aluminum baseball bat that we just carry around, mm-hmm. and we're going to beat the shit out of you with it, basically. I mean, Sting, the wrestler, does. And if I hadn't been alive they back in the 80s and 90s, it would have seemed unbelievable to me that bullies in a school could just carry around an aluminum baseball bat they and could. threaten to beat people with it all the time. They could. But no, yeah, they could. It was a different time. Grown-ups didn't give a shit about what was going on no. back then. Whatsoever. Anytime, like a kid talked to a parent, yeah. parents were just like, "Shut the true. fuck! Yes. Just shut the fuck up!" Five minutes, just for shut, five minutes. I don't minutes. fucking shut, care. Shut it. Shut go, it. Just go outside. Shut, shut it. Uh, yeah. So we got a, a classic fat kid bully. Yeah. And then we got another like a uh, toe-headed kid with an undercut, 
just like a sort of half bowl, half yeah. undercut. It kind of looks like he could have been the fourth Taylor son a little bit. Like He's also doughy. Not, Brad, not fat Randy, like the other one. But. Mark, and then like Gary or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. He looks. He, 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 he could fit yeah. in there. Brett. Yeah. You, oh, Brett's good. He probably would have been Brett. Brett Taylor. Yeah, Brett Taylor. Classic fat bully, though. Yeah. You always got to have one. Has there ever been like a bully duo in a movie where like there wasn't just a fat one? I mean, it wouldn't make sense, I don't think. No. It doesn't work for me. No. You always got to have some combo big and little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, basically, they give this kid a swirly and yep. then throw him outside in front of all the little kids so they can yeah. see that he's covered in poo water. Yeah. And uh, he gets in trouble. Principal grabs Principal's him. Principal's like, right. what are you doing? Getting beat up and thrown in the toilet again? You're in big trouble, man. Nah, he's been dunking for turds. I also wrote down the little curly-haired kid who yells, no, he's been dunking for turds. A, great delivery. <laughs> great fucking line right there. <laughs> Classical. That would get big laughs in any movie oh, in front of man. any audience right there. Oh, he's been dunking for turds. Absolutely. Good stuff. Devin has to go to the fucking principal right now. Oh, I'm going to use that one. This pear-shaped loser is playing the principal. Yeah. This is a movie with a precocious child actor, and he's doing the worst overacting in the film, yeah. which I don't understand. This guy is just wild, just gesticulating all over the place. Oh, yeah. Playing a goddamn principal. He fucking sucks. It's terrible. Yeah. Thank God it's a short scene, because... Ugh. Couldn't handle much yeah. more? No, I couldn't handle much more of this. But basically, he's like... Hey, man, you keep pretending like you're a cop, you're going to get in trouble. And it's yeah. like, or is he going to save the day right. and maybe the whole city? I don't know. Let's keep watching. Yeah. I don't remember seeing you on the cover of the VHS, Mr. Fleming. Me either, you pear-shaped loser. Fucking dork. The thing like, uh, that happens after this is like, oh, it's been a long day. Yeah. Ray and Devin got to ride their bikes home. Should be like an easy trek, you would imagine, except... As long as there's no code three. There's a fucking code three is what's happening oh, right geez, here. Oh, jeez, it's not a code three. Yeah, they're riding home. They hear a police siren. Ludicrously, Devin can somehow ascertain what the police are responding yeah. to by the sound of the siren. Yeah, he's a good cop. Which is not a, not a thing. <laughs> Oh, he's a good know. cop. Who who writing this movie could have could have possibly thought that that he was knows. a thing? Like uh, some grown adult wrote that into this script as if like he thought that's how police sirens worked. It has different sounds depending on where they're going and for what reason. Yeah, you heard it. Like they're fucking whales communicating or something. It's yeah. fucking. It's ludicrous. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard. The ludicrous is in Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. That's a movie we're never going to talk about. Until we talk about all ten! What's pretty sweet, though, is the police, they turn out, they're chasing is what looks like one? one of the cartoon mafia goons from Batman the Animated Series. Yes. Uh, this, this this is just like outrageous, over-the-top, Dayglow, Dick Tracy-type uh, cartoon yeah. action we're, we're, we're looking at here. And uh, I wrote that I'd seen this Dago with the black afro and a million things, yeah. like uh, Goodfellas and whatnot. That's before I did my little research. So, so it was nice to know I was right, that that guy, yeah. this guy showing up in Cop and a Half was definitely in all those uh, highly acclaimed by moron dramas. He's, in one, of them, he's one of them Italians. Mm-hmm. Basically, know? what's happening here is we got a big cop chase. So uh, this is going to be our iconic introduction to Burt Reynolds' character. McKenna. Nick McKenna. He's uh, chasing down the perps in a fucking muscle car, of course. 69 Camaro Super Sports. Fucking Burt Reynolds. Uh, He gets just like a hero's fucking introduction when he steps out of that car. Mm -hmm. First thing we see is his cowboy boots. Oh, yeah. Pan up to his early 90s light, light dyed jeans. Just looking fucking good as hell. Yeah. This is a comedy, though, Matt. 
it's not classic badass sexy Burt Reynolds. We're going to undercut it a little bit with some humor. First oh, thing yeah? he does is steps in some dog doo-doo. That's hilarious. It is. Anybody steps stepping in dog poop is going to be funny. With boots Whenever that nice? Oh, in boots that nice? Yeah. Come on. Those things don't have traction. He's going to be slipping all over in that dog poo. Now, he's been chasing him around in his Camaro, mm-hmm. barking orders That's at right, him. That's right, yeah. Just warning him how much he doesn't like running. Mm-hmm. Don't make me get out of the that, car. That is an ongoing... Now he gets uh, steps in poop. Sort of as soon as he gets out. There's a little B-thread in this movie that it's actually important. builds up yeah. to a nice little uh, payoff here. But one of the first things I write as we slowly pan up to uh, Burt Reynolds, finally, and we see all him and all his glory is, mm-hmm. oh, goddamn, somebody scalped Jerry Seinfeld and put his uh, whole fucking Jew mullet on top of Burt Reynolds' head. What the hell are we doing in this movie? Well, I thought, my goodness... This yeah. movie's finally going to prove yeah. that loudmouth Tom Rock lo- wrong. Sure, sure, yeah. Because look how great. Just a full head Bruce's, of lustrous yeah, hair. Bert's hair looks in yeah, this. Yeah, nobody could. Nobody could uh, it's a full head of hair. These, these wild accusations of baldness that have been thrown around yeah. uh, willy-nilly by people yeah. of ill repute. Right. It, it, I don't like to hear it, quite frankly. No. I, don't, I don't like to hear yeah. any of that. Oh, I'm ginger. I got to tear everybody else down around me, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, uh, what's going on here? He, uh, takes the bad guys yeah, down. He steps in the poop and then he's like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to beat this guy up. Yeah. He's fucking. He throws, hates throws, jumping. He gets thrown in some mulch. Yeah. The fucking goon here. There's some solid slapstick going on. It's pretty close to the manure scene in, yeah. uh, Back to the Future, but with mulch. It's ma, but it's also newer, you see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't sound terrible. Oh, he, he gets back in the car and drives through some fences, I think, mm, until he yeah, finally yeah. He pins gets him the on guy. the hood, and then yeah. he like uh, hits it and uh, hits, yeah. stomps on the brakes, and that's when yeah. he flies into the fucking... The, 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 then he gets out and uh, has a little fight scene with him that I wrote. Uh, yeah. Turns out Bert's still doing his own stunts. Yeah! And it's not looking as good as it did in the mid-70s here. Yeah. 1993. <sighs> I wrote uh, Bobby De Niro and the Irishman esque as far as uh, his his little old man punches are, are looking right here. Which wow, is high praise I would say, probably high praise. Uh, and then we get some cool cop shit, which Devin is super into. When he's like, you know what, I like police brutality. This yeah. guy seems cool. He's wearing cowboy boots. He's got a muscle car, and now he literally arrested this guy. And then is dragging him behind his car on the way back to the police station. Right. And a horribly illegal and uh, abusive move. Because you know why? Well, why is that? Because he stinks. Yeah. This guy's a scumbag, He's not going to let him so in his car. He, he deserves everything he's getting right here. Uh, well, Devin, not really an ally as far as uh, sticking up for the brothers right here. This kid's on the side of the cops, as it turns out. 100%. He's a lawman through and through. Yeah, I guess so. It's in his blood. That. It's in his blood. Whatever. Yeah. He goes home after all this excitement. Finally. It turns out old grandma has gotten a call from the principal, and she lets him know a big trailer line. You gotta stop playing those stupid cop games! Ooh. Which is a good point, I think, because they seem to be getting him in a lot of trouble yeah. from this point. Uh, grandma's not pleased, basically. Also, she's scattered as fuck. She's mm-hmm. like, she seems to have a lot on her plate. The kid's much more cool. This this kid's he's fine. He's he's got things figured out. He's yeah. uh, he knows where the grandma's keys are. He's like uh, uh we always watch Miami Vice tonight. I don't know right. why. Where you think you're fucking going? We got a schedule here, lady. Right. Like, we got a uh, routine. Chop 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 chop. I'm I'm the man of this house. Clearly, I'm I'm in control here. Now make me my Dino chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. You know. 
She's like, no, unfortunately, I have to go work all night long, and you, eight-year-old all boy, night long. will uh, stay here at home alone yeah. the entire time. That's an apartment complex. He's yeah, safe. So uh, that's what the uh, nosy white lady downstairs doesn't think so, Matt. Nope. She uh, very rightly thinks that this is a, a bad parenting move, and she uh, she lets him know, your grandma, she should be reported to social services, to which he tells her... And you should be reported to the Orkin Man. That was a good burn fucking from that young sweet boy. Sweet fucking burn. This little boy, yeah. he's fucking got all the fucking burns up his yeah. sleeves. They already got the neighbor from across the hall checking on mm-hmm. him. He's fine. At this point, I wrote down, uh, he's kind of a less funny version of D from What's Happening. That's fair. But instead of having him be a side character on a 22-minute-at-a-time sitcom, he... Uh, is starring in his own feature film is what is what's happening. Yes, right here, he's yeah. doing good. That's doing that's good. that's the concept that we we've yeah. got going on here. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. So basically he sits home and watches cop dramas on TV uh-huh. all night long. It's pretty sweet. He's watching Miami Vice. Yeah, he's he's a poor kid. He's not even inspired by like going out and seeing all the big movies at the time. Mm-hmm. He's just watching shitty cop shows on the TV. That's that's how low ambition this flick is right here. Mm-hmm. We're not even gonna be a parody slash homage of other cop movies. No. We're we're gonna do like the shitty low budget fucking cop TV shows. That's that's what we're shooting for. Yeah. Eventually, the shows are all over, so then he just sits alone on his porch spying at everybody in the neighborhood through his binoculars like he does. Alan Silvestri plays lonely music. Yeah, he's all sad. We got sad music. Meanwhile, he's, like, surrounded by toys. He doesn't have any, like, adults telling him what to do. I'm like, what's the problem here? What's there to be sad about? This kid seems like he has a great life happening, quite frankly. Doing good for himself. He's doing real good. Uh, very exciting here. He sees that black car from earlier in the day when there was a code three going on. That's the one. He got the plates off That's them. That's a yeah. black car, he yeah. says. And he gets on his bike and starts chasing after it. He's got to. He's got, you know, aspirations of doing police work. Yeah. I think they got him out on the freeway here chasing this car on his tiny little kid bike. He's in like a four lane road, just like pedaling his ass off, chasing this fucking car in the middle of industrial nowhere. Like, how did he keep up with this car, Matt? It's Florida. You get a lot of just like four lane nothing out of nowhere out there. We're in Florida during the. Oh, yeah. Didn't really clock the location. This is all Tampa, baby. Oh, fucking God's country. Yes, sir. Hanging out in God's country. And this was before the resurgence. Yeah, so they take it out to an abandoned factory where their bad guy lair is, as movie bad guys do. The little boy sneaks in there and is all fucking creeping around in the rafters of this place, spying on him and... At this point, I'm thinking, this is how Batman villains get made, creeping around in the rafters of abandoned. He's one step away from falling into a vat of something and getting fucking some sort of superpowers and losing his mind. This is very treacherous territory we're we're in right here. It's fair, but it's also how Batman does his detective work until he makes his move. Yeah. So, Uh, yeah. So, we've got a... Meet our big bad guy here. Yeah. Fucking, uh, what is it, Jimmy Fontaine? Vinny, Vinny Fontaine. Okay, so he just shows up singing the song The Wanderer. Yep. In a really weird, really dramatic music number. Yep. To which all of his goons are just like uh, clapping along and yeah. loving the showmanship of his uh, acapella music routine. Uh-huh. 
It's really weird. Yeah. Just really, really weird. Yeah, I was like, a weird character. I was like, this is a real misstep. Played big and weird, yeah. And then uh, when I saw how much the goons were overselling it, I was like, no, they're landing this. this. They're landing this. He's got more manic energy than the driller killer from Slumber Party Massacre 2 is what I I was thinking right here. Almost. A lot of driller killer energy. Almost. Uh, so, long story short, there's a guy with a bolo tie and gap teeth that they're going to fucking murder in this factory for being a stool pigeon. Yeah. They, like, tie him to a chair and put him on a crane and then send him out to the water to yeah. drown. He was the one in, that got... In the Tampa Bay. Right. He got caught by uh, Reynolds earlier. Taken down by guy? old Bird. Yeah, I would right. imagine that's probably how it went. And it's just like, oh, yeah. Looked like him. I'm giving up some info, right? Let's drown you. Uh, unfortunately, they thought they were alone, but turns out there's a little child. Yeah. Fucking watching the whole thing, as it turns out. He saw all the shit. Uh-huh. Kid makes some noise and knocks some shit down, and they're mm-hmm. like, what is that? But the boss is just like, that's probably just those pigeons. Yeah. So then, it's hilariously, terrible. this is a comedy, Matt, you gotta remember. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. goon starts shooting up at the kid. Mm-hmm. Misses him, though. Hits a water pipe, and it starts spraying water all over the boss. All over him. It's just fucking... That's pretty big right there. Yeah. I, I did laugh, though, when the, the goon responds to his mistake by saying, Sorry, boss, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> it's a good line. Good delivery. Yeah, that was your boy Chu who said that one. Chu. Chu yeah. nailed it. It's a couple, couple laughs so far oh, here in Cop and a Half. I'm stupid. They had a couple legit laughs so far watching Oh, yeah. Movie. Yeah, I'm not mad. We jump right into McKenna and the kid having their fucking big meeting right here, as it turns out. This kid, he's apparently notified the police... Who've come to this fucking location? He's stoked to meet Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it's like fucking a man. Finally, it's, I'm gonna become yeah. a cop. He's gonna be my new partner. It's I gonna be awesome. Studied your work earlier. That's right. We're gonna uh, do great together. Burt Reynolds, as we learn, is kind of a grumpy, grumpy yeah. Gus old man. He doesn't want to yeah. meet this kid. He doesn't even like kids. Yeah. He doesn't want anybody interfering with his police work. He's like, get this kid out of my face. I'm here to do some real right. police work, not talk to some little shit. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's the only fucking witness, so they got to take him down to the police station, have him look at some mud shots. Yep. Which he's flipping through the book. It's a great, great little line right here where he says, <laughs> Look at that jumbo! Yes, sir. He likes calling fat people jumbos. Oh, right? yeah. Which I had forgotten, and is definitely something I think I'm going to start bringing back in my regular life here. Just calling fat people jumbos from this point That's forward. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, this kid. Nudge somebody in the ribs next to you at the bar. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, look at that jumbo. Check, check out that jumbo over there, huh? This huh? movie. What do you think of that? Just like when it was okay to call people the F word. You oh, know? yeah. This movie More lived in okay. that time Encouraged. when body shaming is a funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out the kid's got a plate number that they need. They need desperately so they can hunt down these criminals. But he says he wants to do a quid pro quo. Yeah. Because he watches all these cop shows. He knows all yeah. these terms right here. One hand washes the other. He wants to be a cop. Yeah. That's what the lady uh, chief tells us. That was another big trailer line right there. She uh, she lets them all know. He's not going to speak up unless we let him do a ride-along. Give him a badge. Let him let him act like he's a cop. Yep. Uh, you, you maybe I don't know who we put him with. Somebody easygoing who uh wouldn't mind it and is just gonna um I don't humor know humor the kid, I don't think make so. him happy, get no. it out of the way. No, we're gonna 
Put him with Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that's a sounds... grizzled old cop who wants nothing to do Better with option, this. Yeah. Who would hate it more than anything uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. for no reason. We're just we're just gonna do that. Now we got a movie. Mm-hmm. These people fucking chafing against each other. That's it's right. Be great. Uh, Burt Reynolds is like, I got a partner with this kid. Mm-hmm. Looks in the fucking like uh, office the kids in where he's just talking to himself and screaming and slapping the table like Hitler. Yeah, he's doing great. <laughs> he's, He's just yelling, bring him to jail! Bring him to jail. What is he talking about? This kid's crazy. Don't stop and so, get him food. I don't care if he's hungry. Get him to jail. He just hates the black community. He does. He, just, he really does. Way into police brutality. Yeah. Hashtag all lives matter is what this kid's been saying. I don't think he's saying it. Whole yeah. film. So uh, I really like, too, where they're trying to talk him out of it. The other guy's like, why oh, do you want to be a lives. cop? Yeah, Look at this guy. Raggedy ass clothes, bad house, bad car, bad marriage. Yeah. But Reynolds is one of those scumbag cops whose oh. life is falling apart. It's my favorite kind of cop in a cop. We, we love those kinds love those of cops. cops. Um, talking, talking, talking. The kid lets him know there's going to be a shipment coming in Thursday at 530. He hints that he has a name. He could give them a name, but he's playing hardball. Mm-hmm. He's really pressing them. They got to make him a cop. He's doing a lot of crazy things with donuts and straws, just making sculptures yeah. that kind of rival the ones that Garth is making. Yeah. He's hanging out at Stan Makita's. That's fair. He's all like, who's trying to kill you, Mr. Donut Man? I don't know, but they better not. Ree, 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 ree. Real Garth energy. I think, it's fair. I think they stole a lot from this movie, quite frankly, when they were making Wayne's World. Funny, I think a funny. year later? Or was it a year earlier? Ooh. World 92 or 94? I think 92. Maybe 92, okay. okay. I mean, just coincidence, I we'll say. Believe. It was just yeah. parallel thinking. They were both like straws and donuts. We'll make sculptures. It'll be funny. Yeah. Uh, I like Burt Reynolds' final plea to, uh, t- to not have to do this, where he's like, you take a kid into a bar, he has one, one drink, drink, he falls off the stool. Yes, I wrote that one down, too. <laughs> you taking a kid into a bar for Burt Reynolds? That's, that's crazy. It's just how it gets down, man. The grandma shows up at this point, finally. 92, Wayne's World 2, okay. 93. Wow. Dave, it was only one year later they cranked out Wayne's World 2? Hell yeah, That's I. the strongest comedy sequel ever made. That's surprising to me that they were able to turn that thing out so quickly. It was supposed to be one movie. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I ever Audiences heard. weren't there yet. They weren't like, oh, we don't want a three-hour comedy film yeah. <laughs> stretched out of a three-minute SNL fucking skit. You, can, you could film that now. Yeah. Okay. Not back then. Judd Apatow has several times over. That's right. His movies are never too long we, and boring. Yeah. He made Heavyweights. I didn't realize that. Uh, Produced it. I think Paul Feige was the director mm. on that one, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Either way, the grandma's like, uh, we had some real heavyweights Absolutely not. He's Jumbos. He, he is not going to be a cop. As his guardian, uh, that's the dumbest idea. We're not doing this whatsoever. She's really selling it, too. She's a good actress. Just like, this is crazy. We're getting out of here. But then they got to create an explanation why any woman would let this happen. And he's like, remember how you were lecturing me earlier that I got to stop thinking about myself and fucking look out for the community? That's what I'm doing right now. And then you hear, like, the... Like the the music from the final act of Full House. Yeah. And like, she softens, and she's like, oh, the oh, kid has snap. a point. I guess I have to let him become a police officer. Yeah. I don't know. Go with it. It's the whole premise of this movie. Fucking, we got... Come on. We got you, Granny. We're all in this. It's happening. I also noted that uh, Bert and uh, Grandma mm-hmm. have some real some Sam and Diane energy here. Right here. I was, you uh, know? Yeah. 
real Sam and Diane vibe. Picking up on a little vibe. bit of energy going on here, too. Yeah. A little will they, won't oh, they? Oh, yeah. Bert and the grandma, are they going to throw it up on it. I got jungle feet. There you have it. We all know from this whole month, uh-huh. Bert. Bert's has gonna get honorary his, Bert's status. Bert's going to get his dick wet. A B honorary status in the community. Yes, sir. For sure. These are all things that we've established. Yeah. Over the course of this deep dive retrospective, we're keeping some Bert continuity in this film. Hey, what kind of hardware do you carry? Excuse my, me. My next bullet point here: where Bert and the kid are going off, and he's asking them all sorts of questions. Oh yeah. It's just like a questions as if they're like uh, equals and whatnot and Bert's shaking his head like this kid's strutting ass out to the squad car wearing a pretty sweet t- Canadian tuxedo at this point oh yeah like finger guns at all the other cops he's on top of the world right here basically uh, Bert Reynolds is just basically earning his paycheck by yelling get in the car over and over again yep. get in the car get in the car yeah he's he's he's, he's, he's a angry old man he's a young how kid. old is he in this movie oh <sighs> Do the math on that one. Ninety-three. Mister Reynolds came along and carry the five. It's got to be your bull. Fifties. Ninety-three. Fifty-seven. Wow. Fifty-seven. Wow. Yeah. I mean, clearly he's dying the stash. Yeah. The rug is a rug. Other than that, still looks pretty good for fifty-seven. I'd say. He sounds weird. It was a couple years after this where it just like fell off a cliff and he started looking like an old man. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like, uh, yeah. This, it was all downhill soon after yeah. this. Get in the car! Uh, all the other cops are loving that McKenna's got to put up with his bullshit because they know what a grouch he is. And if cops love anything, they love busting balls. Oh, something you got I've learned to. over the years. Yeah. You got to bust some balls right here. Got to laugh to keep from crying, I used to say. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so they're out doing a stakeout, which is basically just Burt Reynolds placating the kid. Like, oh, yeah, you got to do stakeouts. It's boring. Like, you're going to hate being a cop. Like, yeah, please fucking... work bullshit. Unfortunately, uh, he's not able to trick the kid into not wanting to be a cop anymore because yeah. he sees a code 27, a purse snatch. Yeah. Oh, before, we need to note, uh, right we? before they, as they're taken off at the uh, police station, mm-hmm. when Burt Reynolds blows real smoke in that kid's <laughs> face... <laughs> Yeah, he is, sm- he is smoking a cigar through uh, through Oz movie. Yeah. To which the kid's doing a lot of like early 90s, like, oh, secondhand smoke is destructive. You shouldn't be blah, 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 blah. And then Bert turns and, and blame the early blows 90s for why we can't smoke, smoke anywhere anymore. Directly in his face. That's a good joke. You can't do that kid today. Starts coughing in his it little would be lungs. CGI smoke. Little lungs start coughing. <sighs> he doesn't like it. Different times. Uh, so but yeah, code kid, 27. Kid sees a guy run across the street, fucking knock a woman over and steal her purse. Code 27. So he's like, code 27, a purse snatch before Bert can react because he's just like a half asleep old man. Yeah. Kid fucking hops out of the car. He's a foot chase going on here. Yeah. This is where uh, your boy, old Andrew Reynolds, shows up and he's like, I need to commandeer your vehicle. Yes, sir. Funny line. Commandeer your vehicle. It's just a skateboard. It's well, not really a vehicle. He's official. He gets on a skateboard, and we got a little chase where he's on the board. The guy's running. Uh, Bert has to slide across the hood of a car in order to chase after him, which is an excellent move for a cop movie. You always yeah. want a oh, shot yeah. like something like that in the movie. This, uh, this chase scene mm-hmm. impressed me. Yeah. Because, again, mm-hmm. Bert's doing his own stunts sure. here. Sure. You can tell Which he's got a why he's uh-huh. making so many noises. It's he's kind running of, after this. Kid. Kind of like that chase scene in Punch so Drunk Love. Old man. <laughs> 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 it's 
very close to what's going on here. I mean, you can tell he's got the bad wheel and everything. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, he's fucking... He hates running, Matt. He's out there. He's doing it, though. He does not he's like running. He lets us know. That's, that's a shoot, brother. He strings together a couple sentences. It's a character a trait, and sequences. also that's a shoot right here. Mm-hmm. Turns out, though, the kid, he did not see a purse snatching. He just saw a guy running after his wife to try and give her her purse back before she forgot it when she got on the bus to work. This kid's not a policeman. He's just a stupid little kid. And he's going to ruin everything for Burt Reynolds. Yeah, turns out he is just you a. You can't make an eight year old kid be a policeman. Right. It's an absurd concept. Somebody uh, really made a mistake. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wrote. Uh, Burt Reynolds is sweaty as fuck after this yeah. run, too. Oh. To where it looks like they, like, spritz down his fucking wig with a water bottle. Because yeah. even, even his top of his head is so. Explain right. that, Tom Rock. Yeah. Oh, how is he sweating right. through a supposed fucking hairpiece? It's it's lustrous. It's glistening with with moisture. It's up on clearly that. sweaty hair. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't like to run. He yells at the kid. No, he doesn't. The kid though gets some great lines in here. Where he's talking about, oh, you know, we've got a love hate relationship. That's mm-hmm. what always happens with cop partners. Like he's yeah. right. It's the classic fucking trope that we all love. I learned to uh, get to know each other, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got some more damn civilians talk after this where he's at the police station and a lady's calling in and she gets all incredulous that an eight-year-old boy is answering the phone instead of a real police officer. Yeah, the other detectives love this mm-hmm. kid and yeah, they're like, go ahead and answer the like, phone, oh, kid. great. Fucking, we're not here to protect and serve at all. We're damn just in civilians. here for get-a-laughs. Oh, always. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when the kid... He's starting to think, like, maybe maybe they're going to kick me out of being a cop right here. Yeah. I need to get some more leverage here. He lets them know. He heard the name Bobo. Right. He knows that there's a Bobo involved in all the crimes going on right here. Yeah. And uh, Burt Reynolds is like, all right, we ran the name. We got three possible Bobos right here. Yeah. Let's, that's a little bit of structure here for our second act, mm-hmm. which we could just call, like, investigating the Bobos, maybe. Time to do a little If this is going to be, yeah. like, a overdrawn Netflix series, like it would be if they were making it Ooh, right now. It'd yeah. Just be like, investigating the Bobos would be an entire fucking, like, hour-long episode, probably. Yeah. You know it's bad? Netflix. Yeah. Just modern media in general. That's fucking everything they all, do. Also fair. Mm-hmm. First Bobo they go meet is an idiot modern artist. Who just got himself painted blue, and he's got a harness. He's flying across the room and slapping himself into he's, canvases and calling. He's doing it art. that Big Lebowski paint job. I wrote down right here. Big Lebowski ripped this scene off completely. 100%. Absolutely, yeah. Cohen Brothers, gigantic cop and a half fan. Clearly. Uh, next Bobo they go meet. Like, come on, you knew they grew up. Like, you think they're not fans of Henry Winkler, man? Oh, one hundred percent. And yeah. fucking Burt Reynolds, who's not a fan of that guy? That's that. Next Bobo is out on the street. He's this fat guy, and he's got a fiery Latino wife, as it turns out. And she's yeah. frisbeeing fucking plates at him out from the window in their second-store apartment, as breaking her, plates all over the street. As her hooters dangle in lingerie. As her hooters dangle in lingerie. You know, through that window right there. You know who this little smoke show is? Oh, no, I'd like to know, though. That's Selena. Future research. Selena Gomez is TV mother in the really? Wizards of Waverly Very place. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, Married to a Deloise in that show. Ooh, uh, same one from 21 Jump Street. <sighs> I think it's a Pete. Mm, yeah, Peter DeLuise. That's the guy from uh, 21 Jump Street. I think it's that one. It's, I, I need to check out more of this show. It's, as it turns out, this sounds like a, a, a big blind spot in my life. Yeah, you're going to like it. It's got a lot to offer. She's got a doughy, gingery friend, Harper. 
Selena okay. Gomez does. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Right. I, get, I get what not you're saying. Not the mom. Who cares about the mom's friends? Not, not the mama is what I say. Not the when mama. When we're talking about this sort of stuff. Yeah. Bert's kind of feckless when dealing oh, with this situation. Like, uh, he's just going to let this woman keep dangerously flinging ceramic plates into the street, and he doesn't really yeah. know what to do about it. Luckily, the kid's like, don't worry, I'm going to take charge of this, man. I'm a fucking yeah. police officer. You don't got to worry about it. Before you even know where he is, he goes right up into the fucking apartment, just enters illegally, right. and is just standing next to the woman. When he when he's entering the apartment, though, he, you know, he, just, he stops Burt Reynolds and tries to get him on the streets, being like, uh, look, why don't we talk about the situation yeah. real quick? There's always supposed to be two of us at a domestic. You shouldn't be here by yourself. That's a good point. Bert starts to lose his cool. Kid pulls Bert to the side. By a little kid. And he's like, uh, hey, man, kind of undermines my authority when we don't agree. Sure. You're, trying, you're making me look bad out here, Bert. People, man. Yeah. Great <laughs> little break. fucking scene. Here. Cop. Uh, he pulls the whole Martin Riggs talking the lady down, gets up in the apartment with her, and is like, uh, Hey, well, first of all, she's all like, uh, gives him an excellent look down her negligee as, oh. she, as she leans down to look oh, at him yeah. and say, who are you, the Mickey Mouse Patrol? Yeah. This, this little kid saw a lot of titty Everything. when he was filming this scene right here. But uh, he talks her down and he's like, you think this is bad because this fucking guy forgot your uh, anniversary? Well, at least you don't have a couple of jumbos yeah. beating you up every day and sticking your head in the toilet. Yeah. Dunking for turds. Yeah. And she's like, all right. Like, uh, or maybe I don't point, have two yeah. jumbos giving me swirlies, but I got right. two jumbos for sure. But, uh, yeah, hell yeah. You make a good point, kid. Uh, you know, me and Bobo will reconcile. I'll stop being a menace to society right here. Yeah. Uh, this is when Bert is just like, you know what? You're a good kid. Yeah. This is, this is a big character moment right here, Matt. This is the first time we've seen him soften. Calls him the kid nice, handled things well. Kid. Says he's a good kid. The kid's beaming. He's right. over the moon. He's like, oh, we're, I'm going to be a cop forever now. High fives himself. This is my new career. This man is my partner. Fucking life has turned around. Yeah. Uh, things are good. Things are looking up. Unfortunately, Bert's like, uh, look, man, I still need your the cuffs and the badge yeah. that ludicrously you shouldn't be carrying. It's probably illegal for you to be carrying them because... Our day's over, and you are not allowed to come back yeah. and be a cop again tomorrow, you little idiot. I'll find Bobo number three yeah. myself. Kid gets all Good sad. Good day. He's hang-dogging it. He's doing the sad, incredible <sighs> Hulk walk out of the town back to his grandma's house. Luckily, Ray came, comes by to hang out, though, like fucking peels out on his bike, and he's like... Probably feel better if they go grab a ding-dong. Let's go have a ding-dong is what they decide. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, that black Lincoln's back, Matt, so... uh He's not getting out of this situation so early. Every Son time he thinks bitch. he's out, they keep dragging him back in with this black Lincoln. Yeah, that's like a line you came up with. The yourself. goons are they looking pull for me him back in the neighborhood. In, yeah. And he's like, you got to get out of here, Ray. You're just a yeah. kid. And this is fucking police work right here is what's happening. Yeah. So, you know. Fucking, they want me, not you. Yeah, as soon as I think he's got trouble with the fucking criminal goons. The goons, yeah. He's got more trouble because the two well, jumbos are back. Oh, Jesus. And they still have their aluminum bat that they beat other children with. Damn it. It's, it's a problem. Uh, luckily, our kid is street smart. And he's like, uh, hey, uh, that's my grandma's car right there. So please don't do anything to yeah. it. They're like, oh, your grandma's car, huh? You're an idiot I'm for gonna telling us, bro. I'm going to start beating in the fucking windshield with yeah. my aluminum baseball bat. That's in a- another scene... Cohen Brothers ripped straight out of cop yeah. and a half and threw in the big Lebowski. It's just at this point kind of shameless. Especially what, how, how 
completely the, they're ripping off this movie. When the one bully turns and is like, this, this is, is what, what happens, happens Devin, Devin, when you fuck when you a find a stranger in the well, Alps. No, you can't say that, yeah. Huh? <laughs> so yeah, it's funny. The goons are like, hey, what are you doing in my car, yeah? Oh yeah, they, they come out literally Spaghetti doing that. Spaghetti ravioli! Oh! My God. It's a little unfortunate that they just, like, chase him off because those kids did a lot of damage to that car, like some serious damage. I would have liked to see them shoot these children in in this scene, quite frankly. Like, why didn't we get, like, well, there's still bully scenes to come. We can't make them look weak yet. Uh, So Devin finally makes it home to find out that his grandma's like, "Uh, there's a new school counselor here to see you. Sounds like you got in some trouble again, bro. Like, what the fuck? What's what's happening with you at school? I told you you got to stop playing these stupid cop games. The dude from school, quote unquote. Uh-huh. Um, it's not. It's Vinny Fountaine. It sure is. It is. He's just posing as a fucking school counselor with glasses. That's how you know that he's an intellectual. Yeah. Um, I wrote. All right, he's uh, in the house. We got to murder the grandma right now to raise the stakes of this movie. Is what's got to happen. Ooh. This kid's got to avenge the murdered grandma. Is where it's got to go here. But plus, you give Bert like a. We never got a chance yeah, to bang. Kind of like missed uh, opportunity right there. That could be a little bit of inspiration for him missed but, uh, opportunity at first Devin doesn't know what's going on here he thinks he's mm. really talking to a fucking counselor but then he sees the flashy jewels on this guy's shoes and he's like that he remembers from the song and dance he's routine like motherfucker earlier. that's the wanderer the fucking wanderer right here oh no the fucking murdering criminal is in my apartment I gotta play this shit fucking cool right now yeah this is the point where I noticed that he's got a framed poster for Jim Belushi's canine hanging in their living room. Oh, is, sweet mama. Just some amazing set design right there. Wow. Whoever, whoever threw that together. The superior of the cop oh. dog films. Oh, wow. Not a hooch fan, as it turns out. I mean, it's not a bad movie. No, it's a great movie. But. That one, that one will make you cry. It's no canine. Canine, haven't seen in a long time. Time to give it a revisit. Yeah, see if you do make it. Do a do we do a Jim Belushi month? Let's find out when his birthday is. We'll see what we can come up <laughs> Maybe with. Coming up. Maybe coming up. Let's see what we can come so up. So the kid with. plays it cool. You know, we could like, probably just get him on the show. Ugh, I don't want him. He's gonna yeah. see I got an extra bedroom in this house. Oh, notice you got you got an extra bedroom back there. Uh, hey, you use that? Funnily enough, I don't. I don't need that. Hey, notice you got some weights there too. You want to throw some iron around? I used to work out a little bit. It might be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. selling me on it now. You guys just fucking shirtless, smoking cigarettes, lifting lawn. weights. Oh, drag that weight bench out to the front lawn. Fair. If I got Jim Belushi. Yeah, there. you want people to know. He's like way let Doug across the street know what, how we're doing it over here. He's having a little resurgence right now. Do you know that? Oh no, do tell. Yeah, I mean, he got into the pot game and he's doing pretty well with he's it. He's got like a grow up, or is yeah. he like uh, the face of a brand or something? No, he's like growing shit out in Cali. That. Love to fucking hear. Yeah, that for sure. He's got to take that out of the hands of the community and only let rich corporations and celebrities do it. That's, that's, that's right. what I've always said. Oh uh, yeah. I think he's got a, uh, fucking, uh, a reality show about it. Yeah. Not probably on the same network as a uh, little Devin from this movie's show about hey. the former child star. I would assume go there for everything you're looking for. So he man. plays it cool and tells him like, yeah, fucking I was around for a murder, but I didn't see anything mm-hmm. or anybody. I couldn't identify him. Like, uh, so, never you know, saw any face. Pretty much over. And he's like, all right, good to know. I'll leave to which I'm like smart little kid until as soon as the door closed and he yells, grandma. And the guy turns around like, oh, what the fuck? That, Why is the bro. kid screaming? And I was like, oh, you, you blew it, man. You stupid fuck. Yeah. Except 
and then we, I guess, just like supposed to think that that didn't happen because from that point forward, he's, yeah, he just leaves. He's not yeah. just like, oh no, I got to kill this kid anyway. Yeah. He just leaves after that. It was, oh well, it was a weird little thing that happened for no reason. Is my point? It just made yeah the movie more confusing. Zero, zero reason. Ha! Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another reason now though that we got to move the plot along. So now it's like, oh, How do we get the Bert? bad guys are coming to kill you at your house. Turns out you're going to have to go under police protection, which translates into this underage boy is just going to be living in Burt Reynolds' sad cop yeah. apartment with him. This is what we're going to do. We all know it's weird. We had to come up with a reason, though. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, yeah, this is fucking nice. Now we're going to get some domestic fucking uh, drama with these two. Mm-hmm. Loving it. Uh, in their first little like fucking scene where they're feeling each other out, figuring what the new roommate situation is going to be, the little kid just straight up elbows Burt Reynolds in the dick mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's just he should have punted that little fuck across the room, but he like plays it cool, and I'm like, what the hell did you just do that for you, little crazy because little dick? Because Burt is giving it, he's yelling at Grandma, and Grandma's like. You can't be talking to me that way. He knows what women like. Yeah. He's playing true. an angle, kid. Fucking catch up. Devin's like, you can't disrespect, you know, my grandma. Mm-hmm. I'm the man of the house. Yeah. What comes the after man of your L? house? Bo. Yes. And he elbowed him in the, right in the dick, just directly in his fucking big Burt Reynolds dick. I've known about that line for going on 13 years now. Sure. Yeah. And this is the first time tonight that I've seen this movie. <laughs> That's one of my wife's all-time favorite lines there. That's weird. She really likes the elbow line. Doesn't even really make any sense. Nope. Uh, so at this point I wrote, uh, okay, so they're staying at his, oh no, grandma's, they're just sending grandma back to the apartment to get murdered yeah. by well, she's goons? Gotta, she's got to work another double, <laughs> man. <laughs> okay, bye grandma, have fun getting murdered by goons. I'll be here sleeping in Burt Reynolds' sad cop apartment. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're not even one night into this thing, and no. we get into the weird scene I forgot about where they're just pissing together in the same toilet, this grown man and this tiny boy. You mean where Bert starts pissing? Just pissing with the door open. And the kid just walks up just until up he's right next to him. face adjacent Literally. with Bert's Eye level. schwans. Bert's big Bert Reynolds dick. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, man, this is crazy. Me and my friend Ray pissed together all the time. Yeah. Bernal is not freaking out. At all. Not just like, what the fuck are you doing? Get, Get the away fuck from, out of here. Get away Get from here. my Get penis. Get out of here. Get away from my penis, you little kid. <laughs> just kind of plays it cool. Like, yeah, kid, what's going on? He's like, oh, it's a fun game. And then we get a funny joke where the kid's... He can't really handle his equipment because he's a little kid. So then he starts peeing all over Burt Reynolds' leg. And he's like, oh, I got pee on my leg. Yeah. And like... That's what the joke is. It's uh, that he gets pee on his leg. Yeah. But it's not addressed that uh, these guys' dicks are out next to each other. Right. One of them is a grown man, and the other one's a little boy. Like, okay. pee, like, okay. pee sprays when it comes out the pee hole. It sure does. What that kid was real force. close to his pee hole. He would have been was, getting it, splashed back. Getting, yeah, piss. Burt Reynolds in his eyes. Right. Just in his eyes. Is what been I'm just saying, R. Kelly got in a lot of trouble mm-hmm, for the same mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. It just turns out uh, there's a little bit of racism going on in our society. Yeah. And Burt Reynolds can get away with it, and then yeah. R. Kelly's got to go to jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. I don't, I don't approve of it, quite frankly. Yeah, free remix to Ignition. You know how many girls Burt Reynolds picked up at the Rock and Roll McDonald's? 
Probably a hundred. Oh, probably a hundred. Just that one night. Yeah. So after this right. little bonding moment, we get a nice scene where uh, Burt Reynolds reads him a story about a perp getting his testicles cut off to put the little boy to sleep. It's adorable. It's just, just adorable. He just reads the sports page to him. No, he gets into fucking the police blotter talking about people getting their, their testicles no, cut he's, off. He's talking about the it's outfielder horrifying. for the Cleveland it's Indians. Horrifying. And then to see if the kid's asleep or not, he's like, yeah, he doesn't have a concussion, but the doctors say it doesn't look well and they have to cut his testicles he's reading off. reading him brutal police reports of uh, serial killers and he's mutilations. to the kid to see if he's awake, Nate. So you know who who is awake? Who's Bert? Oh, so he's got PTSD or something here because oh. he starts having like a Martin Riggs freakout in the middle of the night. He hears a noise and starts having nom flashbacks or something. Yeah, he ends yeah. up holding a gun to the little kid's head. Yeah, the little kid like drops the glass of milk he was getting. He's like, oh, what the fuck? I was just trying to get a glass of milk. Bert yeah. Reynolds, Jesus Christ! Bert Reynolds just kind of keeps pointing the gun directly at his head and like Ugh, shaking and making noises. Yeah. And I was like. Ugh. This is some trauma in Burt Reynolds' past. We'll probably be digging into this pretty deeply from this point on, I would imagine. The kid's reaction to the gun in the face mm-hmm. would have been my reaction as a young kid to Burt Reynolds' yeah. penis that close to sure. my face. But I, probably not when you're the one who walked right up to it, though. That's fair. If it, if it would have been yeah. whipped out at you like that, sure. Yeah, I was excited. This kid was drawn to it like a tractor beam. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely what happened. Bert's got to dump the kid because he's like, ah, he's already seen my dick once. I saw yeah. his weird little dick. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is, this has been one night. Like, fucking, I gotta, I gotta dump this kid on some I, other partner. I saw his weird little dick. This, this is not gonna work out for me. He uh, tells the, uh, the Bert, chief there. So she's how like, how do we get here? All right, uh, I guess he's gonna have to ride along with some fucking nerd. He's going to McFails. McFails, the guy's name? I didn't didn't really catch it, but kid's down in the dumps because he's just clocking speeders on the side of the road in a speed trap. Yeah. Some fucking dork cop. He's just got a squad car, not a cool fucking muscle car. He's wearing like a cop uniform, not cool acid wash jeans and cowboy boots. Like, what a fucking downgrade right here. But uh, McPhail sees his pain. Mm, that's right. And he's like, let me tell you the story of McKenna and Why his you can't get dead close partner and his troubled past. Ooh. He's got PTSD and he'll never let anyone get close to him ever again, kid. Ooh. Even you, who we all love. Every one of us. <laughs> then we get a funny little bit here where the kid clocks his high school principal mr fleming speeding in his minivan and high like, school this kid's eight high school yes <laughs> school school fucking principal mr mckenna this kids in like second grade i don't know third, how old are third grade bulk and skull they look like they're fucking 16 years old that's fair this kid's only in third though yeah. okay. grandma so points it out either way third grade he's like oh man i gotta go pull over my fucking principal this is gonna be awesome it's every little kid's dream mm-hmm. it's a thing that's gonna be in all the trailers of this movie it's gonna sell the movie to little kids hell they yeah. give you a fucking badge. You get to pull, pull over, over your principal. principal. He gives him the iconic trailer line when he gets up to the car. I'm your worst nightmare. An eight-year-old eight with a badge. Hell yeah. I'd wear a shirt that said that right now, quite frankly. Just that I'm on gonna Etsy. make it for you. Then on Etsy. Fucking, let's get it. I'll make it for you. Principal Fleming's like, oh, God. I'm starting making the bootlegs. It's a little kid. I shouldn't have to comply to all this. But the other cop's like, nope, you got to. And he's like, I guess it's a thing then. 
He's got to get out, like put his hands on the hood and stuff. Mm. It's humiliating. Yeah. Meanwhile, who's watching from a highway overpass? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Secretly spying on all this right. for some goddamn reason. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. He's stalking them like a creepy pervert. There he is. I thought I want to get rid of him. I sort of missed that kid's weird little dick after uh, yeah. half a day away from him. Just pissing I'm alone. See how it's going. I guess just pissing alone feels weird now. Pissing alone. Sure we shared that moment. The Burt Reynolds story. <laughs> oh, you know him and Lonnie were sharing a toilet. That's He fair. was firing it right in between her legs. Ooh, Pinpoint yeah. accuracy. Yeah. That's the dream. I'm always threatening. Oh, yeah. Like, Efficiency right spread there. Spread them a little. I can get it in there. There's two people. We got one bathroom in this little apartment. You've seen the thick thighs on my yeah. wife. Oh, there's, there's, You're not sneaking no anything past no, that. Absolutely not. Yeah, she's, she could go out in the yard. She's petite, but she's all butt and thigh. Uh, after the fun bit with the uh, principal, a little less fun bit happens when... The bad guys show up in the black Lincoln and try to run the kid over in the middle of the goddamn street. Yes. It's pretty, that's probably their most efficient plan to date. Yeah. Let's uh, go find him and run him over with a car. Yeah. That ought to work. Huh? Burt Reynolds sees it coming, though. He does. What's he do right here, Matt? He uses those slick gator boots to shoot sparks down a overpass. Acid-washed guest boy jeans. And then uh, fucking dives and does a Miami Vice-type tuck-and-roll save. Barrel roll right here. Do a barrel roll. He's got to run to save this kid. Oh, Matt, well, yeah. And he hates running. Yeah. This is a right. guy who hates running, and he, he's grown so attached to this kid, he's going to run to save his life. Yeah. It's probably the biggest character moment in the movie. Yeah, he runs. Also, weirdly, after they do that fucking gator roll to the edge of the fucking canal there, uh, like, it ends like with them stopped and like the kid on top of Burt Reynolds. Like the, are they And then they, they have like a little moment. moment. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. The classic, like, Oh, like uh, the fucking cop and the girl. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they've been arguing this whole movie, but now they're going to start making out that yeah. they've been thrown together physically. Yeah. That's <laughs> exactly what they do with Burt Reynolds and this tiny little boy. I like that Henry it's Winkler. Real weird. Yeah, Henry Winkler was like, oh, how can we uh, show that uh, Burt really cares about this kid? You just stare longingly into his eyes Bingo. as the kid straddles his chest. Bingo. I think, I think everybody will get that point. Huh? Yeah. huh? There you go. But the kid's like, that was awesome. He's like, what? And he goes, yeah, it was like Miami Vice. Yeah. And Bert's like, oh, this, this I don't remember guy. Tubbs sitting on Crockett's chest at any point during that show. I remember the episode where he shits on Crockett's chest. Oh, yeah. That one was yeah. Sweeps Week. They had to do something to get Absolutely. those ratings up. It was yeah. Season five, man. Oh, People were losing God. interest. Murphy Brown had just come out. They were yeah, just losing ground. Dork bro. Cop tries to like chase these guys, but they take the fucking door off the driver's side of his squad car. He's, he's not going to fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. Look at this guy do. He's no Burt Reynolds. He's not in a muscle car. No. Uh, turns out Burr Reynolds is like... He's a McFa- he's McFail. He's a McFailure. <laughs> Bert's like, uh, all right, kid. I'm going to cut to the chase here. I found another Bobo. Yeah. Here's your badge back. We got to go fucking bust this Bobo. Right. Which the kid's like, let's go kick some ass. Hell yeah. I wrote, they're bonding right here. They're, they're seriously yeah. bonding right now. Our this team is, is back. The cops who hate each other, they're starting to become a real family, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bert takes him to a seedy bikey, biker bar that yep. has legit stripper poles and women stripping in it. Yeah. Which is 
Pretty cool. Another thing that you can't have a little kid do in a movie these days anymore, well, for sure. Yeah, no. Which is why movies were way better back in this era. Yeah. 100%. Uh, the bartender spots Bird as a cop right away. He's got that fucking mustache. It's 1993. Nobody's wearing a mustache like that unless you no. were a fucking cop, quite yeah. frankly. Bird's like, no, I'm not a cop. I'm just here looking for Bobo. Like, where's Bobo? Yeah. Turns out Bobo's a gigantic, bald man who's oiled up and not wearing a shirt down at the mm-hmm. other end of the bar, as it turns out. Uh, he goes to question Bobo. Uh, doesn't go well. No. Big bar brawl breaks out. While uh, old Devin's having some hilarious moments with the bartender Steve yeah. here, where this burly bartender, a kid's talking to him like yeah. he's in charge, like, give me Crazy. a milk with a dirty glass. Yeah, that's another one of the wife's favorite lines. Everybody's like, oh, this kid's great. <laughs> the, I fucking love him. Meanwhile, the, Burt Reynolds is getting the living shit kicked out of him by like eight guys in the background. The interaction leading up, though, where he stops the bartender and he's just like, hey, buddy. And he's like, eh, I met your buddy. And he's yeah. like, well, I don't believe I didn't caught catch your, your name. name. I didn't throw it. Yeah. <laughs> then he sees that he's got Steve tattooed on his arm. And he's like, like oh, that's Steve. That's a good name. What does this guy got his own name tattooed on his arm? Yeah. I don't think that was like his like lover who died or something. No. You get somebody else's name tattooed on your arm. You don't get your own name tattooed on your arm. Inmates do In- weird things. Inmates do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a couple teenage girls that have worked for me over the years that have gotten their own names tattooed on themselves. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> They're probably in jail now, I'd assume. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. So a uh, little kid runs outside and gets on the fucking uh, intercom and fucking old Bert's muscle car. He's like, eh, it's the cops here. We're about to raid the place. Fucking everybody. This is clearly the voice of an eight-year-old. This is clearly the voice of an eight-year-old. Uh, don't take it seriously. But they're all like, oh, oh shit, shit, we got to get out of here. All these uh, hardened criminal biker types just fucking it's start running buzz. for the hills. Cheese it. You know, hop on their motorcycles and tear ass out of this fucking place. Which means Bobo's on his motorcycle trying to get away. We got to do a car chase. Bobo's on a bike. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bert runs out, gets in the car, and I was like, mm, probably would have been a hilarious opportunity here to have like Bert beat up and he has to dive in the passenger side and the kids got to drive mm. here for a scene. Mm. That could have been something I think that would have really added to this movie, but just, just hold that okay, thought. Okay, okay, hold that thought. At this point, I was like, Ooh, maybe Bert's got to get down and hit the gas with his hands, and the kids telling him like he breaks gas. And it would have worked. We're out of control. Would have worked. He's but... sitting on some phone books or something. Just spitballing. Just spitballing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, Bert Reynolds is driving. Eventually, we get to a drawbridge that is mm-hmm. raising, which is just. Kind of only happens during chase scenes in uh, cop movies, Mm-mm. quite frankly. It's the only time drawbridges ever get raised. Yeah. Like ever in the history of mankind. Unless you go to, you know, up in Michigan. They got a couple bridges. Yeah, or if uh, people are going to try to protest the police and Lori Lightfield that, doesn't yeah. want people to be able to get out of downtown. Yeah. That's a thing, too. That was weird, huh? Yeah, pretty weird. Bobo, Bobo makes a jump uh-huh. on his motorcycle. Bert doesn't quite make it in the muscle car. He slams on the brakes like a fucking pussy. Devin sings the national anthem because he sings when he gets scared. Yeah, which is a and little he, plot he's about thing this, that starts here. That he sings the national anthem when he's scared, which I don't know. I don't know where that comes from, what it adds to the movie. Uh, he lives by himself. A personality. He's a weird little kid. He's living in his own yeah. weird little kid world. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Bobo gets away, long story short. Right. <sighs> Next scene, Bert's waking up on a couch. The little kid's gone. Right. It turns out he's he's like, oh, fuck. I lost this little kid. 
had one job. There's well, literally two. the other one was catch the bad guys. There's literally hardened criminals looking to murder this kid. Yeah, I didn't keep my eye on him. I'm I'm fucked. He's frantic. He's looking around like they're they're gonna take my badge for this. He runs out onto the mean streets of Tampa Bay. Uh-huh. He only gets like a block away, and the kid's like, "Hey, what's fucking wrong, man? I just went to go get some donuts. It's yeah. a nice surprise for you because we're cops and we love to eat donuts, man. You know how it fucking is." I like how he passes up a young uh, R&B group a la Rocky singing around oh, a uh, fucking, uh, barrel fire. Got a little take you back going yeah. on. Some, some Tampa street people he out just, here in the morning time. He yells at these young kids, have you seen a little kid? And they don't stop singing at all. Mm. But while singing, they just shrug them like, oh, no idea, man. <laughs> There's little kids everywhere. Yeah, good it's the middle of the daytime. Good what are you talking that. about, old man? But yeah, he's he's back with Donuts. They get in a big argument. He's like, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing, kid?" Blah 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 blah. And the little kid's like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" Yeah. It escalates to the point where little Devin tells McKenna, "You call this being a father?" Yeah. It's like, whoa, record scratch. Huh? I, we're not even partners, man. Yeah. You're jumping to me being your dad. Right. This is no, no. If I wanted to, like, fucking be a father, yeah. I would have stayed with my ex-wife, probably. Yeah. You don't see any little kids around my apartment, do you? You're just, like, fucking my bro that slow I... Slow down, little I kid. piss inches yeah, from your sure. face. So this sad little fuck's like, oh, God, he thinks Burt Reynolds is dad. That's pathetic. Mm-hmm. He turns around and runs away all sad. Yep. Like, Burt Reynolds is all sad. They're both crying like little bitches, basically. Yeah. I don't know. He loses track of the kid, though, and he's... He's, he's going to go down and this kid's body shows up somewhere. Oh, absolutely. He's coming to terms with that. The kid's so sad, he's like, guess I'll just go to school. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. This kid's got to have a pass out of school and fucking there's criminals looking to murder him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he don't care. To school only to run right into the jumbos, man. Oh, damn oh, it. Bulk and Skull, they're giving him an atomic wedgie. They're kicking his ass in front of all the other little fucking kids. Yeah. He's taking it. He's not lugging. He's like, oh, back to my old life. Wait a second. No. I'm a badass cop. I'm a tough fucking cop now. Yeah. It's time that I bust these perps is what right. I'm going to do right fucking now. So he punches the fat kid directly in the dick. Just right in the dick. Pushes the other one like into the fence. Yep. Fucking uh, gets them both up against the fence and just handcuffs them together. Fucking mm-hmm. chain link fence like a cop would. Yeah. He's, he's a cool cop now. And the other little kids are like... Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Especially some little girl. Katie. With frizzy hair and glasses that's all fucking gooed up and says, this is so cool. To which she... She's just... Yeah. He reminds her, remember, Katie, the law is on your side. <laughs> this kid's fucking got some big dick energy going yeah, on. Yeah, he's smooth, huh? I wonder he was showing off to Burt Reynolds in that bathroom earlier. Yeah. But uh, no time for love, Dr. Jones. No, the real bad guys, the grown-up bad guys roll up looking to murder the little kid. So they're like, right. I don't know. Maybe he's out of school. Uh, what's going on? Fucking the other little kids are like, you're our hero now. Don't worry. We're going to create a diversion so that you yeah. don't get murdered by these grown adult fucking criminals. Right. The goons find the bullies handcuffed to the fucking uh chain link fence and i was like all right here's where they're gonna gangland assassinate them for right. beating up their car earlier instead like fucking old jufro just swings the gate open and like smashes them against yeah. the wall a little bit and i was like really want to see these kids die before the end of the movie and now i'll give it to you because here's the scene brain brains up against a wall couldn't do anything earlier because we had to use the bullies here but now here's mm-hmm. their chance mm-hmm. to get to come up and you couldn't have had like a 
them like point guns at the bullies' faces right yeah. here, and like we get a comedic them pissing their pants sure. shot. Because uh, I think it would have given us a little closure. Yeah, a little bit. Or you could have done like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker shows up and insinuates that she's going to rape them, like she does the bullies in the third act of Hocus Pocus. Then <clears throat> they pee themselves. My goodness, maybe a little bit of that. Yeah. Could you imagine getting raped by like? Height of her powers, horse face. Oh, yeah. Like the one thing she's attractive she's, she's in. She's wearing that bustier from that movie. Oof. For sure. For sure. So uh, all the kids start just beating the shit out of these gangsters yeah. in much the fashion that the Ewoks beat the shit out of the stormtroopers yeah. in uh, Return of the Jedi. There's yeah. a lot of slapstick like trippings and right. catapultings and whatnot. They go the Ewok approach yeah. until finally the Goombas are mm-hmm. like, Hey, wait a minute. We're grown-ass <laughs> yeah. fucking adults. We could just start swinging at these yeah. kids, haymakers, like, knocking which, them unconscious two at a time. They're like, quit fucking around. Which one of you is Devin? And then we get the Spartacus we, moment. We, we do get a parody of Spartacus where they yeah. all start saying, standing up and saying, I'm Devin, which is pretty weird for a kid's movie from the 90s. What kids watching this are familiar with that scene from Spartacus? You know what I always thought was weird? was why Shades wrote that jazz drum song for himself uh-huh. in uh, That Thing You Do. Okay. And then, like, he called it I Am Spartacus. That's pretty weird. I was like, why yeah. would you name your song that, bro? Yeah, I don't know. Just Tom Hanks That's just weird. putting some weird old man baby boomer shit in the movie, probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. After this, uh, they just start throwing their Twinkies at the uh, bad guys. Yeah. And this little sequence. Tell just... them about the Twinkie, Nate. It just breaks all laws of physics and reality the of Nate? how these Twinkies fly through the air like yeah. they've got weight to them and like they're throwing perfect football oh, spirals with them. Spongy cakes. And then they're just exploding filled. like they're water balloons mm-hmm. when they uh, when they impact uh, the bad guys. I wrote down, is, has nobody on this set ever picked up a Twinkie before in their life? Uh, no, nobody here knows... Uh, the physics of a Twinkie and how they would actually react to being thrown. It works. Come on, Winkler. This is on you, fucking Winkler. This, how, is, this uh, is your bad right here. This scene falls apart under all scrutiny. That's how Twinkie the Kid used to shoot people down. There is no Twinkie the Kid. Right. Oh, well, then who the fuck did I meet at the haunted car wash at listen, the Kiss Mart back listen. in 92, 91, maybe Don't. 89? Don't bing the phrase Twinkie the Kid to see if he exists. You're not going to like what, what gets pulled up, probably. What, what do you mean? Oh, 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 I see what you're meaning. Back at Grandma's. It's a different time. Uh, Bert goes back to Granny's house, and he's like, Hey, have you seen that little kid I was supposed to be responsible for? Uh, no reason. He's fine. I, I know where he is. Uh, inc- incredibly, Grandma's like... Uh, yeah. Not kidnapped or murdered. She's just no. fine at her apartment where they know where she lives. And she's just like, eh, I don't know, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, this all seems kind of dangerous and weird to me. Also, though, just sexual chemistry. Right. Off the fucking charts yeah. in this scene right here. Even even with the little kid probably dead, they're still just yeah. eyeball fucking each other through this whole goddamn thing. Wet coos all over the place. <clears throat> Next scene, the bad guys are driving away covered in Twinkie cream. Uh-huh. And that sponge cake, that yellow sponge cake, yeah. just dripping off of them. You a Twinkie fan? I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say fan, but if you mm. had like a two-pack right now and handed me one, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll eat that other Twinkie. Okay. Were you ever a hostess guy? No, no. I find all if those... A- uh, those 
sort of snack cake yeah. uh, lunchbox things kind of too just shittily made to uh, be worth uh-huh. like uh you know how unhealthy they are like when you're a kid you just eat them because somebody puts a sweet in right you. but i was never like oh this is my favorite treat i'm so stoked yeah. about one of these because so i was just like i'm a little kid i'm gonna eat whatever trash you fucking give me i love what trash. uh what about like a hostess donut that do it for you no no i can't think of any mass-produced grocery store if- fucking baked good that i'm really all that if Stoked I got about. if I got no options, if mm-hmm. we're just doing like early morning gas station breakfast, then yeah, I'm going gas station black coffee. Sure. And uh, you know, the little five or whatever pack of the hostess donuts. I might go I one do of the, those. the yellow cake with the uh-huh. chocolate frosting. You okay, got to. yeah. I, I used to get those very frequently as my breakfast. Yeah. Uh, Sunday mornings when I'd be off at my dad's house for the weekend yeah. because I, you know, had a, had a divorced dad. Maybe pound there you that go, with some a Yoo-Hoo. milk and some donuts. That's what yeah. we're doing. Uh, I think I might uh, go those uh, little Hostess pies that were always advertised in the comic books back in the oh, day. Oh, you a Bobby like, Hill type? I might grab one of those pies and like a black coffee. A little fruit pie, maybe? Speedway. Yeah, I might, might do one of those. Bobby Hill fruit so pie? You throw that in the Speedway microwave for a couple seconds before uh, you roll out of there, you man. You gotta admit it. The buzz tasting music sure good. has improved. <laughs> uh, they these bad guys find out that Devin has snuck into the back of their car and he's laying under some blankets. Yeah, Ray, like a fucking idiot, gets on the fucking walkie-talkie and right. starts talking to him when he Blowing knows Devin was going to sneak into their car. That was the whole plan. The fuck are you thinking, Ray? You're gonna get him goddamn killed, you stupid yeah. little shit. Sanchez isn't a professional. That's all I know. Yeah, he's never going to fucking be Burt Reynolds' partner. Never could be. No. Never would be, never could be. So uh, the bad guys are like, oh, that, cool, we got the kid now. Let's right. take him back to our hideout and murder him. This is what we've been trying to do this whole fucking movie. Yeah. Meanwhile, Vinnie Fontaine is like, uh, yeah, bring him here into my sweet little tiki bar office I have, which mm-hmm. is like thatched walls and some little yeah. knickknacks hanging Hanging on, great, great. Bring him in here where I hang out. He's having a nice time. A weird character, this uh, this guy right here. He's a pretty good guy. Shame he had to die right after this. Hey, he's like, all right, uh, we got to do some business. Can't really murder that kid right away, so lock him in that adjacent office right there while, mm-hmm. while we go do other things. I wrote immediately, like, you're just going to lock him in an office? Probably got like a bunch of phones in it and stuff. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Sure enough. Immediately. Yeah. He gets on the phone and calls the police station. And is like, hey, smart. Hey, police. Bad guys have me. Yeah. You got to come get me. Yeah. Ridiculous. He's also cracked the case earlier at the apartment in between piss play. Uh-huh. Uh, they were trying to figure out what uh, the hundred grand means. Oh, yeah, because he heard the kid talking about a hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, the kid heard that over them, heard them talking about the, where the next shipment mm-hmm, was going to be, mm-hmm. the drug deal. We're thinking, oh, that's that's not very much money for a big drug no. deal. No. hundred grand, yeah. I don't know. But, uh, he tries to Burt Reynolds, meanwhile, is doing some classic uh, movie police work, which involves just driving around in circles. Until uh, you find until what you're you looking for. Until you find what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, mm-hmm. Uh, he, that doesn't need to continue, because the little kid tells the officers... Before he's uh, found out for being on the phone, right? Tell Bert, hundred grand is not money. No. So Bert Reynolds is like, just what driving does that mean? and thinking. Ah, oh, police work, police work. Oh, I got a clue. I got to fucking solve a clue. Uh, just really wanted so to drive hard. around in circles this until I found so it. Eureka! 
He sees a bus that says Grand on the front. That's its next stop. Grand is a street. 100 yeah. Grand is an address, Matt. We got it. He's like, where's Grand Street? Where's Grand Street? Up. Oh. Wouldn't you know who won the pony? There's Bobo on his fucking chopper. Son of I a bitch. I just fucking follow Bober. 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 Bobo. And get right there. This is, this is great. We're rocketing towards the climax of this movie, it feels like. Hell yeah. Uh, they pulled Devin out of that office, and they're like, eh, I probably shouldn't put you in that office with all those telephones, fax machines, and whatnot. That was weird. Yeah. Why don't we just take you into the drug lab so you can see our entire drug operation that's going on right here? Uh, that's that's another good move, probably. Uh, Vinny Von Fontaine mm-hmm. disagrees mm-hmm. with you. Oh. He's actually like... This is the one place I didn't want you to bring this kid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's probably why he's the boss, and I'm just, you know, over here, the podcast host. Well, what did you say? Oh, Apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm dumb. What was <laughs> Another, it? I'm stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they've got a bunch of drugs they're uh, packaging up and smuggling in fucking fugal horns or something. Uh-huh. Like, it's a whole, whole fucking weird thing. Uh, Bert's doing some dramatic street driving, uh, you know, fucking, uh, we're, we're leading up to, he's like, all right, now we've seen our drug op, go murder him. Like, let's finally get yeah. that fucking done. Put so him in the corner until I can murder him. Like, all right, let's drag him out of here. Oh, look, Bobo is riding in on his motorcycle, oh, covered nice. head to toe in motorcycle gear and, uh, in a tinted helmet so they can't see Bobo's yeah. face. But I know that it's definitely Bobo on that fucking motorcycle. Hey, what's going on, Bobo? We're just going to about to kill this little kid. One thing though nate uh what what is it <sighs> i just don't remember bobo having all that chest hair peeking yeah. out under that leather or that biker coat big fucking schwans bulging well, that fucking yeah you Ugh. know that goes without saying turns out it ain't bobo man it's fucking burt reynolds and he starts beating the shit out of these bad son guys son of a bitch it's fucking we got a big fucking action climax going on in this movie yeah uh, he beats up the first guys, and some more goons show up out of nowhere with, like, fucking machine guns. He pops a sweet wheelie on the fucking motorcycle to block the bullets. Yeah. And then just runs these guys down. Which yeah, he is does. a great fucking action move right there. But then another guy, uh, after he runs those guys down... He did that stunt by himself, too. Hits him in the shoulder. He takes a bullet he to does. the shoulder. We got a wounded Burt Reynolds right now. Yeah. That's, that's not so great. But he's able to grab our guy. That's right. He gets to the kid. He's like, fucking here. Right on the front of this motorcycle with me. Uh, you're going to have to probably steer it's because safe. I've been shot in the shoulder. That kid's not steering yet, but around no. still steering the motorcycle. Probably yeah. wouldn't be a good idea. Too much weight in yeah, those handlebars. So they got to get out of there. Fucking, they bust through a window. Fucking, like, fucking ramp right through a glass window out onto the docks, and they're just terracing around. It's awesome. Classic dock chase. They see Bobo coming towards him. He's all naked because mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds stole his clothes, and he's carrying the car door he got handcuffed to. That's how strong Bobo is. They just sideswipe him and send him into the Tampa Bay. To murder him. So Bobo's dead. He's drowned to death. They're trying handcuffed to handcuffed to a car door. Get out of there. They're being chased by the goons and the cars. Nate. Weaving in and out of a lot of stuff. To What's fucking... Up? Car door off a 69 yeah. Camaro. Bobo's a dead man. It's a huge door. For sure. That's nothing but an empty cavity in there where uh, that window is. That's right. That's going to fill with water. He's right sinking to the bottom. There's yeah. no chance. I, also, I would imagine that Bobo seems like the type who uh, parents never bothered to teach him how to swim. Yeah. I, I think could, like I could probably just never went to the public pool when right. he was a kid. I don't know. Maybe in Tampa, everybody's swimming around in the bay. I don't know how it is down there. Sounds great, though. It just sounds like a paradise. It is. I've been many a time. Uh, eventually, uh, I wrote, we're, we're, we're on the piers, weaving in and out of fucking like 
loading dock obstacles and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is ending exactly like Maniac Cop 2, which I'm fully on board for. Ooh, good call. Sure. Good call. I was trying to figure out which uh, movie peer chase mm-hmm. we had felt seen before that this felt like. Too. Until uh, I kept thinking about uh, what's the fucking uh, the the fucking uh, Charlie what's his nuts Chuck Norris Chocolate Factory. Oh, we got a good Chuck Norris one where they were over in the Philippines pretending to be a different country. Oh yeah, had a nice pier chase where they drive the fucking army truck off. Yeah, sounds like one of the missing actions we talked about. Eventually, this transitions into a boat chase because Bert and the young boy get on a boat, and then the goons get on a boat. We're in speed boats. We're terracing around, and I wrote. Well, suddenly it's ending like face off now. That's this is fair. fucking just this is pulling out all the stops right now, cop and a half. They almost get crushed by a tugboat. Mm-hmm. And at this point, who's driving? Matt, who's driving the boat? You're getting your, your dream here. Burt Reynolds is too messed up He's from the boat. He took, the little boy's got to drive the boat. He's, He's going to drive right into that tugboat. It's coming right for him. Got to sit on Papa Burt's lap and. Nah, he does some fucking expert weaving in and out. This guy's fucking doing all the boat driving. Oh, yeah. Devin, he's fucking killing it. He's a real cop right here. Hell, yeah. He's doing the full-on Jake Lloyd and Phantom Menace. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. There Bullshit. There you go. All Little of it. kid's fucking nailing it. Yeah. Uh, then I was thinking at this point, I was like, we should do a whole month of boat movies. Like, uh, Ooh. striking distance was, for that's sure. That's the first like, one know. that came to my mind. And then I looked at the schedule we got going. I was like, oh, I definitely have already programmed an entire month of boat movies don't worry coming soon that's something we've already taken care of is that when we finally cover thunder in paradise no don't tell me don't tell me no spoilers not too much yeah for sure um so then uh burt reynolds is like oh man we're trapped here there's a couple of pipes over there leading up onto the fucking old uh pier or whatever yeah uh, the only way we're gonna get away from these bad guys is you're gonna have to do an awesome thing where you drive straight for it and then ramp the boat out of the water and fucking onto the ground in a cool, explosive, climactic action movie fashion. You're gonna have to drive the boat up on those planks. So kids, like, I'm scared. Yeah. I can't do it, man. Like you're fucking crazy. I'm just a little kid. But Burt Reynolds is like, you're not just a little kid. You're my partner, yeah. man. When he hits him with that. I'm scared too, damn it. Fuck, man. But you're my partner. Fuck. Yeah. Can we talk about how Burt Reynolds and this little kid have good chemistry? Yeah. And they're fucking selling that they are like best friends at this point, and I'm believing it. When he, like, that, and let's give Mr. Reynolds some credit. Sure. Because, like, Bert. he totally has that, like, oh, he's collecting a check kind of vibe Burt about Reynolds him doesn't want in to this movie. This. And it's like, there's no way he's ever going to really, like, vibe with this kid. Life imitates art, man. But By the time this shoot was over, yeah. I bet Burt Reynolds and this kid were I going bet. to strip clubs together. I bet the kid could handle more than one drink at the bar without getting fallen Absolutely. off his stool. You know, but th- every time he has to deliver, like, a kid, you're really winning me over line. Yeah. Fucking, he fucking nails like, him. Let's, let's go into one of those Sharky mach- Sharky's yeah. Machine monologues right yeah. now so I can pull out the old Burt Reynolds dramatic chops. Hell yeah. So he fucking off. tears ass towards these pipes. Both of them now are hilariously mm-hmm. singing the national anthem. Oh, yeah. They got partner chemistry. This is traditions. This yeah. is the type of stuff they do together. They're cops, man. Callbacks, baby. Uh, so they fucking jump the shit and go f- flying through the air and land safely on a bunch of crates full of chickens and watermelons or something. They do. They fucking nailed it. The bad guys are like, hey, you see them ramp? We're going to have to go ramp, too, so we can go kill them. Yeah. Uh, I hope we can drive a boat as good as an eight-year-old boy who's 
parents are dead or whatever. He lives with his grandma Who's who works all the time. He's definitely never been on a boat before. Right. He's got no boat experience. Meanwhile, None. we're in our own speedboat that yeah. we have in our we drug smuggling it. operation. Several boats. They don't drive as good as the eight-year-old boy. No? Is it true? No, they hit oh. that thing sideways and ramp straight into a dumpster. Right into a fucking dumpster. They crash that boat real bad. Yeah. As it turns out. And that goes into like a side of a building. Yeah. There's a lot there's, of debris. There's a lot of, a lot of destruction going on right now. Right under a big uh, chum barrel, I guess. Yeah. Because Devin's like, I'm going to go over there and pull the release valve on this thing. These guys are going to get covered in a bunch of disgusting fish guts. I'm going to chum all over their faces. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Eat them up yum. Yeah. Uh, they're humiliated, man. Yeah. We don't get too long to fucking uh, celebrate, though, because... Start thinking, Bert's had that bullet inside of him for mm. a long time now. Is he going to die? Maybe is Bert's going to die in this movie right now? No, this is eight Devin's old. straddling him. Just, that was a field dress. Yeah, he's field dressing his wound. Yeah. Bert's goes from just being like, duh, duh, duh. All right, I'm okay. Let's have another Should inspirational right. full house uh, yeah. bonding talk right now to, to end this movie up. Little kid's like, you know, Bert Reynolds, I've seen a lot. Uh, I've sort of got PTSD like you at this point. Yeah. I think I just want to go back to being a kid for a while. Like, right. Is that cool? I know I know that we're partners, and like yeah. I got to have your back, but maybe put that on hold. Bert. Just be a little kid. Bert. When I, when I come back, you won't be a disgusting old man who's retired. What, uh, what would you say to possibly rowing a boat with me and fucking my grandma? I noticed earlier you and my grandma had some chemistry, and you haven't fucked yet. I'm going to yeah. set up a little rowboat date for us. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exactly what I wrote right here. Is smash cut to the three of them in a rowboat on a mm-hmm. scenic lake. And I wrote, is Bert fucking the kid's grandma right now? Or are they mm-hmm. just in a full-on uh, fucking one-on-one sexual relationship? Yeah. I don't know. She's sitting there chilling with an umbrella drink looking very satisfied. Yeah. Like, very satisfied. Right. He's doing all the rowing. Like, he's providing for this family for fucking sure. Uh, so, Nate. Th- Nate. Yeah. What do sex in a rowboat and Bud Light have in common? Oh, I don't know. They're both fucking close to water. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> fucking original Coorsman. Hell yeah. Podcast. You gotta He's be. He's bounded down. So yeah, the whole fucking movie ends with uh, the grandma just laying back as the two boys, because uh, Devin takes the other fucking row at this point, and they're, they're fucking, she's like, this is the life. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they're definitely fucking. This old lady is fucking Burt Reynolds yeah. now. On the regular. She flashes a smile that says, I'm getting yeah. dick. Cue a weird R&B song that's completely at odds with the tone of all the Alan Silvestri uh, mm. kindergarten cop sounding music in this mm. over the end credits, and that's mm-hmm. fucking cop and a half. Did you notice who the weird R&B song was by? I didn't until uh, reading some uh, to-be-continued uh, reviews that are coming oh, up later in okay. our next little segments. Uh, oh, I was able to uh, suss it let's together. Let's tease that. Let's tease that a little okay. bit. And then uh, let's listen to some coming attractions. Mm-hmm. And when we come mm-hmm. back, cop and a half, we'll enter Judgment Day. <gasps> And you go in pieces. I come in peace. Rated R. Starts Friday, September 28th at a theater near you. 
They discovered the doorway. What is that? Stargate on October 28th. I'm here in case you succeed. Two men will discover the key to open it. Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. But what will they find? We've opened up a doorway to a world we know nothing about. On the other side. Prepare to enter the Stargate. Rated PG-13. Starts Friday, October 28th. Well, that's going to do it for us here, folks. You know, oh, end no, of a long no, month. No, What's no, up? We, no. we always do a final uh, segment here after the break before we, we cash out the, the podcast. Oh. We're like 200-some episodes deep. I figured you'd know that by now. Unless <sighs> you just want to, like, fucking... Been showing up, just really. stop it and just, just cut it right now and go get drunk or something. I guess. I mean... I mean, it'd be a lot more fun sitting at this yeah. this weird table, just humiliating ourselves over hey, and over again. Tell you what. Oh, what's that? Luckily for the listeners, we don't like fun. No. And we've got no shame. Yeah, I guess we can fucking fire through one last segment here. Why not? You got it's fucking, to. It's, it's a lot of people's favorite segment, I Is it? would imagine. I don't know. Okay. Don't get any feedback on what people think about yeah. it. I wouldn't want to talk to these people you do anyways. A what? What's a podcast? You actually a listen to this? Don't talk to me. A lot of what I hear. Yeah. Judgment Day is when we go out to the internet to see what the people have to say about the film that we watched. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've got a couple uh, one-inch-star reviews here. People who did not like Cop and a Half. Oh. Uh, strangely enough, there was a lot of these out there. Wow. found uh, a couple of five-ninja-star reviews. People who love Cop and a Half. Strangely enough, uh, there were a lot of these out there. So, huh. yeah, there's people on both ends for sure. Okay. Whole gamut of responses to Cop and a Half, as it turns out. It's good to have. Uh, first, one Ninja Star review, a, a hater, as the kids mm. say, is uh, an IMDb user named Hawk Harold. Hawk so, Harrelson from the White Sox? Uh, Their announcer? Maybe. You can put it on the board. Yes. Maybe your relative? I don't know. Huh. Hawk says, Burt Reynolds working for a paycheck and a sack lunch. No, never stooped down to those levels? I yes. saw this movie when I was about 11 during a free afternoon at school. That's a pretty cool school. Yeah, I guess so. We let them have free afternoons at 11. Yeah. Burt Reynolds made a lot of trash in the 90s, and this probably isn't his worst film, but it's still very bad. Ooh. Reynolds. Looking really old, tired, and grouchy is a veteran cop teamed up with a Dennis the Menace-like little kid who's obsessed with becoming a police officer, and the little brat witnesses a murder. True. It's probably a little unfair to bash the little kid's performance, but he's horrible in this thing. Wow. Reynolds takes the kid on a couple ride-along trips and starts to care about him. The forced sentimentality wasn't enough to stop me from cheering for the bad guys. Mm. Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert argued pretty heavily in the review of it. Siskel ripped it apart and called it one of the worst films of 1993, mm-hmm. while Ebert gave it a thumbs up. It's actually pretty funny to watch. A lot funnier than this film. What? And worth Probably. watching if you have time to look for it on YouTube. Hmm. One Ninja Star from Hawk Harold, who is... Not an Ebert guy, as it turns no. out. He's thoughtful and thorough in his uh, review. Absolutely. I don't know. Absolutely. I don't know that I necessarily agree with everything. But, Somebody uh, you know. who's picking up on the same shit you were picking up on when watching this movie. A one uh, ninja star review from Letterbox user Will Mendoza. Mendoza. Who says 
Just when you think this movie has reached its apex of awfulness, the end credits theme song kicks in, and it's Joey Lawrence. Yes, it is. What ninja star. Whoa. How did you fucking suss out that I was a Joey Lawrence song (laughs) over the end credits? Also, Joey Lawrence was a recording artist? Yeah, you don't remember that? that? Don't really remember. He had several hits, man. And I waded through, and I... As soon as they came up and said Joey Lawrence, I was like, oh, yeah. What about any of those? That other, was his singing voice. Those other Lawrence brothers, did they, any of them cut any tracks? I don't believe so. They weren't in a Jackson 5-esque little uh, singing and dancing show. The wife and I were taking a look at the three of them. Falling down a after deep that. Lawrence hole. Yeah, and I was trying to explain to her that just a mega, because she was like, well, they were all famous. I was like, no, you don't understand. Joey, yeah, yeah, sure. Joey was a mega Sure, they were star. all famous, yeah. The other two are literally just famous because they're Joey's brothers. Joey Lawrence has a catchphrase. Whoa. What do the other two got? Yeah. The How same many... head of hair. Sure, that's great, but yeah. it's not it's not whoa. How many shows did they get with Melissa Joan Hart? Two or three, actually, at this point. Oh, did both, they... both of them have both two or three with her, yeah. Well, good for so, them. Yeah. It's a nice little career. Successful. Both of those. Yeah. Good. Matt, some people are over the moon about Cop and a Half. It's not just hmm. your wife. There's hmm. other fucking weirdos out there in the world, oh, wow. including, uh, I've got a five Ninja Star review here from IMDb user Eric the Random. Mm-hmm. Eric the Random. Does he spell dumb D-U-M-B? No, but... That'd be funny, huh? We might after we hear what he has to say. Oh, oh. He says, this was one of my all-time favorite movies as a kid. Okay. People seem to forget that this was intended to be aimed for kids, not for adults. While this story plot is just like all the others, kid can do impossible things, it's great for kids who are into action films, but are nowhere near ready to watch such films as Saving Private Ryan. Well, that was a... I was like all on board to rally. Oh. The violence was kept to a minimum, and the comedic value was kept as high as it could be for an appropriate child's film. Yeah. If you're going to rate this low, you got some issues. Okay. Especially if you're watching a child's film when you're about 30. Ha, what about 40, huh? Five Ninja Stars. Got him. From IMDb user... Eric the Random. Yeah. <laughs> you almost, idiot, almost had us, Eric. Yeah, almost had us, almost had us here. Uh, what's this? I got one more, I think. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, you're going to love this username right mm. here, Matt, <clears throat> as a music fan. I know mm. I know you're a fan of uh, music. I dabble. <clears throat> this is a five Ninja Star review from IMDb user Beat Led Zepp Pink Floyd. Who uh-huh. says? Who says? Uh-huh. There might be some spoilers in here. Oh, no. This movie is so great. Spoiler alert. Burt Rennans and Norman D. Golden II do a great job in this film. It's fucking Burt Rennans. I love all this and shit. And Henry Winkler did a good job at directing this movie. Okay. I remember watching this movie for the first time when I was five. Wow. And since then, I have loved everything about this movie. I'm 10 now. Now I am 15. Oh, I wasn't too And my far friend off. and I watched it the other night, and we were laughing our asses off. Nice. And instead of S's, he put dollar signs well, and asses. As you know, parents still look. Yeah. You're only 15 years old. Yeah. Makes sense. How's he going to explain that? We got, got a little series of quotes here. 
I'm your worst nightmare, an eight-year-old with a badge. Give me a milk, Steve, in a dirty glass. Mm-hmm. Who are you, the Mickey Mouse Patrol? If you don't find that funny, then something must be wrong with you. That's a good point. When you watch this film, don't expect it to be great, like The Godfather or Fight Club. Wow. <laughs> Amen. Just or stop Donnie Darko. Picking it every, or Boondock Saints. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop picking at every little thing and have fun by watching the movie. I mean, crap. It's a freaking family movie, not a drama that they tried to win an Oscar for. No. This movie was made for little children, not for 18-year-olds. So whenever you rate this, give it what you would if you were five years old. Five Ninja Stars for my user. Beat Led Zepp Pink Floyd. 15-year-old kid with a strong appreciation for the classics, it sounds like. Arts. He loves all the arts. All the fucking arts. Art from the burbs. Yep. Paintings and whatnot and all the fucking uh, Okay, Matt. Uh, the time has come yeah. for you to uh, give us your final thoughts <sighs> and your uh, fucking Ninja Star rating. Oh, this movie here. Cop and a half. Nate. Is this going to tear your marriage apart? Nate. I hope not. <laughs> Bert. Bert will tear us apart. Again, um, yeah, I've been uh, mm-hmm. yeah hearing about this one all my life, waiting yeah. on this movie. Thirteen all my years, life, yeah, waiting on this movie. You familiar? Uh, so a lot of hype for me going Come take in. My Bert, <laughs> that's the one. I do like the kids' action genre. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm. I'm not. Not necessarily saying I, I just like the films in it, sure, sure. but I believe it's an important movie staple Agreed. because it does set kids up with like, hey, you watch that. Now you can graduate to Die Hard because you can hear the word fuck. Might agree you know? so much that we might have an entire kids kicking ass month programmed it's for later in the year. Spoiler man. alert. It's important. Like the shit mattered. It's why Last Action Hero was such a big deal and shit when it came out. Ahead of its time. How do you make Terminator a huge billion dollar industry? Put a kid with the fucking robot. Make a chick get ripped. Yeah, that didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. It's got Burt Reynolds. Just those big Amazon women, Matt. I don't know. There's something intriguing about Uh, it. I'm just telling you, there's something intriguing about it. I know what you're doing tonight, friend. No shame in that. Burt Reynolds, he's giving you a little Burt Reynolds. He's a beat-down Burt Reynolds. He's a tired Burt Reynolds. But Nick McKenna's also supposed to be that, so it works, okay? Art imitates life. This kid. They both have a full head of hair. The I've character seen, of the actor, same thing. I've seen this kid act in this movie, and not at one point did I turn to my wife and say, is this person some kind of handicapped? No. Which I usually say about no. children you were like, in movies. This, you could get I'm this like, kid and gone fishing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even the lines that I knew so many times, you know, a lot of them still landed. Mm-hmm. Just got a dumb cop movie story that, you know, is fine mm-hmm. for what it is. Keeps moving along. 90 minutes. Yeah. Starts out hotter than it finishes. Gets a little soft at points. But I got to say, man, three ninja stars. Three I was impressed for a children's 
action movie. I literally laughed a handful of times. Gene Siskel calling this the worst movie in 1993. Out of his mind is what you're telling me right now. I think Ebert and I would have had a good time watching Spy Kids together. Matt, I got something to lay on you right now after hearing that ridiculous crap. Oh, no. Hashtag Ebert was right. Whoa. Fucking Gene Siskel. This movie is not funny more than a couple handful of times. Right. The bad guys nearly ruin it by hamming it up when Reynolds and the kid are playing it straight, playing it the right way. The right way. But the action's decent for a little kid's fucking movie. The little kid and Burt Reynolds have legit chemistry, Mm -hmm. especially during the fucking sword fight scene, which... (laughs) Would have been the Oscar clip if fucking those lousy baby boomers yeah. would have pulled the fucking sticks out of their asses and start recognizing art. Yeah. Uh, it's only 90 minutes. They're not asking too no. much of you. I also gave this three ninja stars. Bing, bang, boom. Oh, shit. Fucking right there. Rap right on that scene. Coming back right out there. for that one. Yeah. yeah. Best Burt Reynolds movie since Smokey and the Bandit. I'm going to come out and say it. Yeah. On record. Might be on to something. On fucking record. Might be on to something. Might be on to uh, something different next month. Because as much as I'd love to just talk about Burt Reynolds for the rest of uh, time. Uh-huh. There's a lot of different action subgenres yeah. out there, Matt. There's a lot of fucking ground to cover. Okay. You talked a minute ago about little kids and robots. Yeah. Uh, so fucking, that's an action movie subgenre. Sci-fi action movies right there. We haven't talked about enough of them, I don't feel like. So no. it's time to move into, what is it? Smarch? We getting into March going to be March. Lousy yeah. Smarch weather. Yeah. Whole month of sci-fi schlock is what we're doing as we spring into fucking spring is what's going to happen. Starting with one of your favorites. <gasps> I know you like this one. Which one? Uh, we're talking about a little movie called Dark Angel, Ooh. aka I Come in Peace, you, 1990. I, I Come in Peace. Dolph yeah. Lundgren. It's a big solid trailer one. line. It's a solid. This is going to be... It's a banger. An extravaganza, quite frankly. We love this one. It's the greatest of all time. Or isn't it? You got to wait until next week. Maybe we're lying. The Sci-Fides of March. Is that for false drama? Did I say it right? Sci-Fides of March? Okay. Is that what we're calling it? That's that's, going to be its name. It's decided. It makes perfect sense. Why? Because it's baby oil and blow. Stay single. It's a long road. When you're on your own And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart And every new town just seems to bring you down Trying to find peace of mind can break your heart
I can't recommend it's it. It's not up there. There is a no. craft of action pictures uh, that's up in this level. Okay. This movie just doesn't quite I'm changing my opinion. Okay. Now, I'm do amazed. me one no, I know you're amazed. Do me one favor. Yeah. Look in the camera and say, I was wrong about Cop and a Half. It wasn't a very good movie. Burt Reynolds. Uh, no, I won't do that. What? No, no, no. I won't do that. I, uh, oh, listen, yeah. I, I saw things in Cop and a Half. Yeah, that no one else did. Okay, well, in any event, you've done a very good thing, and I've also done a good thing, too, by sticking to my gun.